0: Now then, lids, you're listening to the legendary Have A Word. If you enjoy this podcast, you will love being a patron. You get an extra 90-minute episode every single Wednesday, pure, unadulterated, unfiltered Have A Word bullshit with me, Adam Carl, and to a lesser extent, the Fintern. It's behind a paywall. It gets a little bit loose. It gets a little bit squirrely. It's some of our favourite podcasting because Adam says all sorts of shit that can't go on the proper internet. Once you sign up, you get the full back catalogue of all the patron exclusive we've done every week since May. 2019. you also get to watch the now legendary Lockdown Lock-In where we got absolute shit-faced and recorded it. Oh my god, it got messy. And any more Lockdown Lock-Ins will only be on Patreon. Once you subscribe you also get early access to the public episodes. The public get it on Monday, you'll get it on Saturday morning. And there's discounts on merch, discounts on live tickets. It's an amazing deal. We're dead proud of it. This Patreon has got us through one of the worst years of our career. But we also think it's a fucking dealio. Sign up at patreon.com slash have a word pod you will not regret it now let's crack on
1: if you're good at something never do it for free
0: now i'm getting the
2: word
3: nonce.
2: Oh. Hey, i'm not doing it for dan i'm not doing it for carl i'm doing it for finn <laughs> every day who the fuck is that guy ja. Upset me, nasty bitch
0: Oh Jesus! Don't
3: chat to me I can see fumes coming off your pum pum Look like petrol station Shut up Disgusting Coming to you
2: from the soon to be World famous Havaward Studios Hidden away in the scenic hills Of sunny Rancorn, England These are the funniest
0: leads In the podcast game Adam Rowe, Dan Nightingale And Sensei Carl With full HD video episodes on YouTube. It has to be.
4: Have our ad.
2: What's happening, everyone? Just before we start this week's episode, I've got to let you know my tour My national tour for the spring of 2022 goes on public sale on Friday, the 29th of October. That's this Friday coming, but if you are a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com slash you're going to get 48 hours early access to that on Wednesday, the 27th of October. They both go on sale at 10am. Set your alarms. Some of these rooms are quite small and they might sell out quite quickly. I'm going all over the UK, I've got as many cities in as I possibly could for now, and if there's not one of your cities on it, then just wait and see if I add it in the extension or try and come to one of the ones that's already there. I'm going everywhere. You can get on a train for half an hour. Please come and see us. I'm really excited about this show. It's called Imperious. It's going to be my biggest tour to date and I'm fucking excited to have all you there. adamrow.co.uk forward slash shows, 10 a.m. on Friday or Wednesday, if you're dead sound and you're a Patreon. See us on tour.
0: ta
3: We're on. We're in. We're in. Wagwan Lids. Uh, <laughs> make sure that we're speaking into the microphone, uh, just before this episode of this fire episode of have a word podcast, we want to make sure that you join the Patreon. Uh, now, uh, there's a, there's a one and one hour to one and a half hours really of bonus bullshit. Uh, we just talk bullshit on this podcast. It really is fun. and, um, <laughs> and uh, and, and you can have that for only three pounds a month, which is the price of, uh, it's slightly less than the price of a posh coffee where I come from. But of course, uh, my southern pound does tend to go rather further up here. Um, so you could buy uh, a Patreon for that and you get bonus episode and all the ghost hunts and whatnot. It's a great deal, isn't it?
2: It really is. <laughs> <laughs> Alfie Brown is here, ladies and gentlemen, sitting in for Dan Nightingale, who is having one of his bollocks cut off today. Oh, no. The left yeah. one as well. What? The
4: left one. Is that your favourite one? Yeah, it's his best bollock. No, my right one. It's my favourite. It's the lower one.
2: My left one's my lower one. Is it? Yeah.
3: yeah. I think it's switched around. <laughs> I used to have... I, I think I've irreparably damaged my ball tubes because I used to have a bit of material where I would um, like argue that like nudity doesn't make pop music better. And then I would say, like, is it is it better if I get my bollocks out? And I would push my... I would thumb my cock down into my jeans but hoist my testicles over my belt buckle. And then I would... scream at somebody in the audience stare into the eye of the storm whilst pointing at my bollocks this is I should say 2011 when we had different sensibilities about what was acceptable comedy and uh, (laughs) and then of course the joke would be that it does make it funnier because bollocks are really funny
2: bollocks are funny
3: bollocks are funny I
2: don't think there's ever a bad time to see a pair of bollocks well I'm glad you said that (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anyone that sees is. just a pair of bollocks. No, if there's a dick involved as well, no. that's
4: threatening. Okay, what about when you're going to sleep for open-heart surgery?
5: <laughs> and as you go
3: out, you just see the doctor's bollocks. Do
5: <laughs> you know
3: what? I think that's the only situation, and that's interesting, because the the, the, the reason why a penis implies threat, yeah, yeah. but bollocks imply vulnerability which is why they're such a beautiful thing to have, like, next to each other. Like, wow, what intensity. It's like the sacred and the profane. It's... It, there's a... Because everybody is most vulnerable in their bollocks, aren't they? As I can attest to with my swollen ball tube circa 2011. How long have we done? <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes and 44 I'm excited to be here. I just want to, like, uh, you know, who, who else have you had? Eshan and... As co-host. Yeah.
2: So Eshan's done... Uh, one. Mm-hmm. Brennan Reese has done two. Freddie's done one, okay.
3: and Paul Smith has done one. I'd love to work my way up to Eshan level. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to. I want to do one of your live shows once and have my own theme tune.
2: Come <laughs> in on a ice cream show.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Meet me at the pushy 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 askara. What and would your racist track
2: be? Sorry. What would your racist track be?
4: Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, what song is the equivalent of the pushy 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 pushy, pushy askara? Oh,
3: yeah. What's it all about, Alfie? <laughs> it could be that. <laughs> is what, it what just it... for the moments we share? And, what and then you... everybody, would go oh my god, Alfie, I've missed him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so not the raucous reaction, Ashangar, <laughs> which is like, ah, you just want Ah, pss, we have I a different. A young man.
3: We have a different type of charisma, me and HM You do. Mm. Mm. Oh, or I could just also I could try and rebrand. As the meet me at the pushy ushi, ushi ashkara comedian. Because <laughs> I'm the only one that knows the lyrics. Meet me at the pushy Ushi Ushi Ashkara. Isn't it? It's about it's about some bloke. So where are you where are we gonna meet? Oh the Ushi 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 Ashkara. Where? The Ushi Ashkara. Where? The Ushi Ashkara! <laughs> okay, come on, what do you want to talk about then for fuck's sake? <laughs>
2: Oh, it's going to be a fun one. Oh, God. Uh, Thanks
3: for coming up. Hey, it's my absolute pleasure. I woke up at uh, 6.30 this morning and uh, hopped on a train. And uh, it was great. Nobody's wearing masks. Rush hour on the tube. Absolutely fine. Where where are you at with that? Because I like to perform live comedy, which is one of the worst things that we could possibly be doing for the spread of the virus. But... I would like us to be doing everything else around that that means that I never have to... Not do that. Never have to stop gigging again. Yeah. So I want you to wear a mask. Like, it's just stop. Keep your fucking droplets to yourself. What are you doing? Put a mask on. I know that you can't because you have silly lungs or whatever your problem is <laughs> but that's what the doctor told me <laughs> you got silly <laughs> lungs yeah your
2: your lungs are stupid actually. silly silly yeah. lungs
3: <laughs> um yeah no i I'm, I'm where are you at you at your um are you a covid idiot uh what's a covid idiot i don't know i wanted to say uh, is a covid idiot a covid idiot is what i oh, know a covid idiot is somebody who believes in covid like yeah. an idiot
2: I don't think you helped as much as you thought you were gonna do there, Carl. He just
4: looks uncomfortable. I'm trying to make him
2: comfortable. How oh, cool.
3: Mm. Right. <laughs> Is that what, you're trying to make me comfortable by sneaking up behind me <laughs> <laughs> and wiggling a microphone about in front of my face. Mmm.
2: Oh, he's not comfortable. Come on. <laughs> hey, Here we go. Oh, you're all right now. Uh,
3: no, I do feel comfortable now. I do feel comfortable. That's
2: very good to know. Um, I, I uh, yeah i I wanna never have to stop doing stand up again because I'm a much better person when I'm allowed to get this all out, yeah um but well, yeah no no my my argument for this is the same as why I don't really recycle, like I'm not gonna make
3: any real difference, so it doesn't matter um. Well, I think given like recycling, I understand your point to an extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the exponential spread of the disease, I don't think that is necessarily true. I think you would make a difference. That's how the exponential disease works. Oh, I was funnier at the beginning. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but recycling, I sort of agree with you. What's the insulate Britain? Have you had yeah. them up here around and about? We haven't. We're Britain? running them over. <laughs> yeah, that's why you don't hear about the
5: beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's on the M62
2: going, people should insulate their lofts Splat. and people are just fucking, yeah.
3: Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold yeah.
4: on, is that the argument? What? People should insulate the loft. Is that no. why they
3: called Insulate Britain?
2: <laughs> that was the stupid joke that I just made. Right. I don't really know. It makes
3: more sense than what I imagine. I've no idea why they're called that. Yeah. I haven't done any. I've stopped Maybe reading. it is. Maybe they're saying insulate your houses, your energy prices will go down, we'll be burning less coal. But at the same time, they seem to be quite uh, forthright and aggressive about that, which makes me think that they're not the kind of loft conversion type. Just don't have a loft conversion <laughs> or don't like insulate. Just What I've done
2: yeah. is I've seen pictures and videos of these people <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. decided I would never want to hear what they've got to say over a pint. So I'm not going to listen to them sat
3: on the M25 either. I don't understand why. Why are you going up to individuals and saying you need to change? Your, this is like a, there needs to be a structural. Like somebody tell me what to do. I voted you in to tell me what to do. Now tell me what to do. It's not my responsibility not to fly to Malaga. It's your responsibility <laughs> to build a plane that runs off fucking swans or you know <laughs> get, run, run a plane. That's it's like run, burn a, of run a plane. Run a plane. Burn more swans off of the like the geese that fly into the. Like make a geese fueled plane that like, when it collects all the geese in the engine. Gonna, fuck me, we got we need to, and that would make flying more fun because the pilots have to go, fuck me. I need to go to the side and get some geese in like the Sherlock engine, trying to collect the rings.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: <laughs> because it, ultimately, it doesn't make any. Oh, we need to not use plastic straws. Like if you look, and this is like you know, uh, statile as you would stay up here. Uh, but if you look at how the plastic in the sea contributors by continent, you've got. What have we got? We've got, uh, like, Europe, which are on 10%. uh, Australasia, like, uh, 0.2%. The Americas, that's, like, 11%. And then uh, China and Asia uh, with, like, 75%. And that's all of industry as well. All of, like, the burning of coal and whatnot. It's all fucking them. It would literally be better for the environment if Insulate Britain got on a plane, (laughs) flew to China and protest there. But they won't, because they don't want to get on a plane, because it's all... They don't care, really. They just want to be on the news. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. All these people protesting, like, Tories out, Tories out. You don't want the Tories out. What you want to do is you want to hang out with your friends. Yeah. Because like, if you actually, oh, yeah, Tories out, okay, great. And what else? What do you want us to do? Oh, thank you for doing everything I was asking. <laughs> what am I going to do this weekend now? <laughs> I feel so lost.
2: Yeah, there, there's a lot of activists that I find sort of really benefit from the thing they're campaigning against being in their like their careers benefit. Like people who are extremely one thing, like this is what I am, and I campaign for this. Mm. Then if they if they got that, then their career goes away and they'd have to go and work in fucking farm foods.
3: This is the interesting thing about um like the activism being a sense of industry and it's not immune to like the the capitalist like need to survive. So if you write like anti, like Thomas Piketty who wrote uh, inequality and uh, you know capitalism and all that capital that that, that book, it, twenty pounds for a hardback. So the the argument against capitalism is also a product of capitalism, <laughs> which means that which is why capitalism is so good because it's the only <laughs> form of econ econo- economy where the like argument against it is also possible part of it. Yeah. That's <laughs> insane. I've never thought of it that way. So good, isn't it? It's great. Thanks. So, um, you're, you're a lot more well read on. Well, everything
2: <laughs> <isn't it>? books, <laughs> right? That's yeah. Books and things, <laughs> right? But like, what, what are you like? Are you at your heart, a capitalist, a communist, or you don't
3: really care? I wouldn't want to wed my personality. I like. I don't... Everybody always says, or, like, when you hear communists say, communism's actually brilliant. It's like, it's just... It so happens that every and single time it's been communism is tried- just...
2: We're just going to share everything. And whether you're a doctor or a bin man, you're going to be on £7 an hour.
3: Uh, essentially, there is sort of... Uh, social hierarchies that exist uh, whereby it's sort of the government gives a certain amount of power depending on but yeah that's the sort of general idea it always also uh, like means very strict control of people uh government is everything and a lot of genocide a lot of the time but and what people will argue is that well it's never been tried correctly before it's never been tried correctly before so we should try it and do it better this time Well, surely that argument extends to capitalism where there is not no, but less genocide. Like, and there can be, we, we can incentivise companies to give green tax breaks and, you know, there, there are lots of solutions. Eco-capitalism. I'm nothing at my heart. I, I'm, 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 a, I'm, I am i am i am ai am i do not understand it anywhere near enough. At least I have the smarts to understand that I know nothing. That is sort of
2: the loose theme of what my next tour show is going to be, is... Here's what I think, and I haven't looked into it, but it doesn't matter because neither of you. Yeah, that's a good outlook. And even if you have, you prob- if you've truly looked into it, you shouldn't know what's right. <laughs> you should be looking at both sides and going, oh, they're, they're wrong and they're wrong and they're right and they're right, so let's just
3: not do anything. This is the thing about conspiracy theorists would like things to be simple. Yeah. Because it's much more comforting to think that, oh, it'd be really great if, you know, all the things that were wrong in my life were actually just, uh, you know, the Jews rather than, like, a complex <laughs> network Everything? Of, yeah, that's what, you know, you yeah. talk to these people and they go, yeah, it's the, probably the Jews, He's isn't the it? There's a tornado on witness yesterday.
5: Yeah,
2: the Jews! <laughs>
3: that's the gay Jews, specifically the gay Jews, the tornadoes. Flapping
2: all their money around. And it created some wind um, was, in their head
3: that is blue sky thinking <laughs> um are these and, and this is idiots kind of conspir- racist conspiracy theories that because it's comforting to believe that the things that are shit about your life and essentially you mm-hmm. like it's not my lack of talent that it means like no conspiracy theorist has a great life yeah no conspiracy theorist <laughs> is doing really really well in their job and it's like a, their relationship is successful and they go yeah but also the earth is flat
2: how about David I? He was, you know, he was on Blue Peter. He was doing all right. He
4: was on Blue
3: Peter. I don't know, and he was a goalkeeper, wasn't he? He was I know, a goalkeeper. He was a, a footballer. He yeah. played
2: for Blue Peter in goal. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> That's what David <laughs> like did. Yeah, he was on the Blue Peter team. What league were they in? Uh, I think they were Championship at the time, or the old League One. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> no, but he was doing all right, and then he he, he went sort of a bit. Yeah, bit, easy to motivate
3: left. your teammates when you think the opposition team are all lizards. <laughs> <laughs> These Straight are a bunch Tinson. of lizards. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's inspiring stuff. No, no, they are lizard people. <laughs> Is there any
2: conspiracy theory that you've heard that you sort of believe?
3: Fluoride in the tap water, definitely.
2: Fluoride
4: in the tap water. I thought that was just a case anyway.
3: I have no idea. Um, I quite like... <laughs> I quite like the idea that the conspiracy theories are a conspiracy theory. So what they've done is they've, like, flooded the marketplace with conspiracy (sighs) theories so that the ones that are true lose all value. So you kind of group together these things as conspiracy theories. So the actual proliferation of conspiracy theories is a government-initiated agenda (laughs) to try and, like, uh, undermine the fact that Boris Johnson is a lizard.
4: (laughs) They just let loads of flat earthers out.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, does make you know,
2: sense though, if you think about it. Well, yeah, it a-
3: does. If, if you think about <laughs> it, it makes sense. If you don't think about it, it makes no sense because you'll be thinking about something else. You won't even be thinking about it. So you do need to be thinking about it. Please subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Fire some conspiracies at Alfie. I want to see what his opinion is. Uh, okay.
3: <clears throat> what do you
2: think about the pizza one?
5: Go on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Please continue.
2: <laughs> so apparently in Washington, yeah. there's this pizza gaff. Mm-hmm. And if you go in and ask for a specific pizza, so maybe it's like, oh, I'll, I'll have the uh, 12-inch pepperoni with olives. Then they take you downstairs and let you fuck some kids.
5: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. What well, happens if
2: you accidentally
4: order that? <laughs> <laughs> is this is on pizza.
3: Uh, Twelve-inch pepperoni with olives, please. Thank you very much. Right this way, sir. Huh? No, to go. I wanted to go. Um, I uh, well, I hope that one's not true. Um, it's
4: a very loose bastardised version of what it is. What he just said.
2: Gate. You never heard of pizzagate no it's the whole hillary clinton jeffrey epstein that like there's emails between people going oh i can't wait to go to washington on the weekend and have a 12 inch <laughs> pizza express
3: <laughs> uh well i mean the no i i don't know i i i probably don't believe that that's uh true i um There's probably something pretty dodgy going on with, um, uh, you know, when Bill Clinton was running for president, uh, one of his advisors, uh, said, listen, um, this is really embarrassing, but just, you know, so we know what the press, you know, what could potentially, uh, you know, happen. uh, We need to ask you how many of the women on the team, like, could you just name the ones who you've slept with? Um, and, uh. And that, that that that'll make our job easier just down the line. Just so we know what the press kind of can find out, can't find out what to deny, whatnot. And Bill Clinton said, right, it'd be a lot quicker <laughs> if I just tell you <laughs> the ones that I haven't slept with. <laughs> he fucked everyone. Yeah. And um, but his his tastes were always, you know, uh, the, the the right side of the law yeah. in terms of like Monica Lewinsky was young. Yeah. But not like not like pizza express pepperoni 12 inches <laughs> with olives, young.
2: I, I'm gonna say, I don't think it's a pizza express. No, I but I,
3: <laughs> no, is that very important? Well, that a a been dream. what Prince Andrew was doing there. Yeah. Oh, whoa. I've never tied that together. Bum, bum, bum. 12, well, you didn't say 12 inches, would you? You just say um, probably a Romano. All right, <laughs> Romano. 12 inches pepperoni olives, please, because it's nobody's going to order that. It's too salty, <laughs> too salty. Um, <laughs> do you know what that's from? No. I can't remember what that's from. <laughs> <laughs> too salty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, go so another one. Excited
3: to be podcasting.
2: Uh, do you think that George Bush knew about 9/11 in advance? No. No? No. <laughs>
3: it's a nightmare. Why would Why would he have... Oh, I know what will be... I'll, I know what I'll, like, throw the... I'll go to, like, talk to some kids and then have it embarrassingly whispered in my ear that I've just lost thousands of citizens to the greatest, like, uh, uh, attack on America since Pearl Harbor. Uh, but I'll be... Like, having to like be all embarrassed and hunched over whilst trying to entertain some children and have my sexual go, oh, sir, like, everybody's dead, I'm afraid, <laughs> because of, uh, you know, the Taliban. The <laughs> Taliban have, like, it humiliated you, and you've got loads of really hard work to do now. And it's going to be a lot harder for you. Do you know like, what he was reading? Um,
4: p- Bessie Bunter?
3: My pet goat.
2: My pet
4: go. <laughs> He's reading to <lots> kids <laughs> while his country he was
3: getting bombed. <laughs> oh man! So you oh, don't man. think America no. had anything to do with it? No, no, no. That just in that's just mad. That just it that that's. I mean, the Pizza Express thing. Like, you don't know how much. It's just the nine eleven thing. It just it doesn't make any sense. Why would it? Why? But and whenever you talk to people about like why these conspiracies, everybody always says these. I was in Malaga the, recently, and this guy goes, well, of course, COVID's all a hoax. And I was watching the cricket with him. He goes, COVID's all a hoax, isn't it? And you you see his wife go, stop, not today, not today. And he goes, it is a hoax, though. <laughs> and he looks so naughty. And he had like a tuft, a tuft of white hair coming over his shirt like he was like a billy goat. <laughs> and Hang he- on. My pet goat yes okay well there's a lot of um really top segwaying going on today in the studio um and uh uh, and i went oh that's interesting tell me more and he goes well you know there's a a, a Reiner fulmich has done a lot of research and he says that they can't actually locate It doesn't exist and i went oh um so why so what's happening then and he goes well it's all about control isn't it i said oh okay could you be a bit more vague than that? (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's a little bit too on the money for me. Um, (laughs) What was his actual theory that the the world just wants to control us? Oh, that Pfizer and uh, all the medical companies were about to go out of business, so they needed to be able to have something that they could sell a cure to. So they created this thing. And I go, okay, and the government are across this. And they went, yeah. And I went, so they've just... Decided to take on loads of debt and like you know awfulness and done loads of hard work and also everybody, everybody's got it. Like all of them, all of the government have got the thing and like lost a stone. Unless like Matt Hancock's going to see like the Marvel comic universe personal trainer to take a stone <laughs> off just by the time he comes back to work, so everybody will think that he's had a kind of little bit of a wasting disease. Like, it just, it's it's complete bollocks.
2: That was my favourite thing about getting COVID, was the weight loss. Mm. Oh, I was great. When I come out of COVID, I haven't not really after a week. You're looking great, actually. You reckon? Yeah, 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 I feel a bit chunky at the minute. Yeah, a little
3: bit chunky. Or, not wrong with that. Maybe it's a new, a new haircut. And you've done, I've just, I went through a little phase of doing my beard line. Uh-huh. uh Like, contouring for for men. men. Yes. Uh, and, I, and I liked that a lot. It made me feel, but then I'm too lazy.
2: What happened was, I had me uh, me promo pictures for my new tour taken on, what day did we do? Tuesday. Tuesday, what's it called? Uh, The tour's called Imperious. Mm. Um, And the day before, when it got confirmed that I was getting my photos done, I text my barber. I've got a barber, and I don't really trust anyone else to do it, including in the same shop. I was like, can you do me tomorrow in the morning before I go to the studio? And he was like, got no time. Um, So I woke up and thought, I'll just leave me here. I'll do something with that. And then I'll just clip me beard myself. I've got some beard clippers in the house. And they died after like one. They just stopped. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't get them working again. So I just texted Barbara and was like, you're going to have to at least do me beard for me. And I went and he was like, he went just sitting in the chair. He said to his next customer, I'm just going to do Adam's beard. I'll be five minutes. And then he was like, so why did you need this doing so urgently today? And I was like, oh, I'm getting my photos done. And he, without asking, he just went at me here. He was just like, I'll just do it for you. he's a top guy
3: hey lovely man what a nice barber yeah um yeah no you look um you
2: are on tour early next year we might as well give that a good old mention hi lids
3: um (laughs) i'm going on tour uh yeah i'm going on tour in um well i've got my soho theater run so any london lids yeah uh that wanted to come and see me the soho theater from the 8th to the 13th of november and then um, on tour in February and March all over the kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Sick. And Dublin. Do you enjoy doing your own
2: tour more than doing, like, club work?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, I'm... I. It's a, it's a different thing. Like, when you do club work, you've really got to... You've got to put your foot on their throat and not let it off. Less so than you used to, I think. Like, and I kind of miss the frantic, like I could die at any minute, nature of uh, like club
2: junglers, staggy.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Cardiff Oceana junglers having to um, really get into it with a. Uh, Party and having them like physically manhandle me, and the other day at the Bristol Comedy Box when somebody threatened to glass me.
2: I listened to this story on your podcast. Oh, you've got a podcast, The Alfie Brown Show <laughs>
3: Lids.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Truly a great podcast. And if you are looking to add a new podcast to your rotation, you it got was a bunch number from.
4: one in stand up comedy podcasts.
3: That's it right. was the good thing about iTunes is if you they, they've got enough, uh, like sub genres that everybody is number one of something so i was number one in my whatever you know uh and some people are just number one across all genres like we
2: were for four hours last week
3: (laughs) from sunny Runcorn in the have a word studios it's 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 my podcast is the I, i i refer to it as the best comedy podcast uh in the uk south of watford gap services which is, of course, a nod to yourself, isn't it? Because you're north of Watford Gap Services. We
2: are. <laughs>
3: Thank you. Um,
2: slightly. Um, on the subject of the rowdy club thing, I did the, the frog last week. Now, the frog and bucket, me and Dan have spoke about this before, gets a bit of a bad rap mm-hmm. amongst certain comics for being really rowdy and difficult to play at times. Last week uh, was the rowdiest, that because I've always denied that. i mean, been like, just, you just play it. You've got to play for what it is and understand what you're playing and accept that that's what it is. And then you'll have a good gig as long as you approach it that way. The Frog last weekend, like I won, but it was a fight. And I also was in the situation where... So I, I've started closing for The Frog a couple of years ago now. And I'm often the youngest and or the least experienced act on the bill despite being on at the end.
4: When you said won there... Yeah. I thought you meant the frog.
2: Eat the frog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They get me back for eight next week. Yeah. Um, but what had happened was so the way they book it is that the middle act is often the either a, a, an act who's a bit different, a, a quirky act, or who the frog consider to be the newer act, the weaker act on the bill. That's what the middle is tend to be used for. Sure. The middle had dropped out. So the middles last weekend, on the Friday, it was Justin Morehouse, who is, as mank as they come, as experienced as they come, a proper club comic, and destroyed the place in the middle. And on the Saturday, it was Deliso Chaponda who did the oh exact same God. thing. So it, it they had that in the middle. And then by the time I got on, there's just people chatting everywhere. But you come out of those gigs. So this the, the reason I asked you the question before, or not the reason, but a, a sort of spin-off for the conversation is like, I love touring. But I'd never want to just do it. Because I came away from that weekend, which was, on the face of it, the toughest weekend I've had at The Frog in three or four years. But it was also my favourite weekend I've had in The Frog. Because when you come out of those gigs, it, like, if a gig's lovely and nice and you smash it, that's great. But you, there's sort of a party of me that goes, well, any decent comic should have been able to play that room and do well there. Whereas when it's a bare pit, when you come out having had done well, I feel like, oh... I'm actually really good at this, and I can handle myself.
3: I sort of have a similar thing whereby I have—I mean, with stand-up, and I think a lot of stand-ups. I mean, we're all so incredibly precious about what is what is stand-up and what constitutes stand-up, and is that person a stand-up, or is what they're doing technically stand-up, or uh, whatever argument or bickering we're doing, uh, you know, either with each other or online, and um, and I. There's a, like a Tracy Emin thing where by like she's allowed to piss the bed and go have a look at that because she can draw brilliantly freehand. She's earned the right to piss the bed and go have a look at that art because she can draw for, and it's And it's the basis in what traditionally would constitute art that gives her the right to do that, whatever that is. And I possibly think maybe the same thing is true. You need to be able to close the frog to be able to have your you know, muling, pussified, self-regarding stand-up hour that you're doing uh, on tour, which of course mine is. <laughs> um.
2: Yeah. The Tracy Emin thing.
5: Yeah. Because you've brought it
2: up. We've spoken about this uh, two or three times. Yeah. On on the show. So uh, Dan loves it. Yeah. The, the bed thing. Ah, oh, does he love it? And I think she got to the week before and panicked. <laughs> Do you know when you get to like the second week of July and you haven't finished your the show? <laughs> right? And then uh, we've been sent something quite a lot recently. So an artist was given like, the number might be wrong, but like a £100,000 commission yeah. to do a thing for an art installation. And he gave them a blank canvas and called it the blank canvas. And no, so like, he
4: called it uh, take your money and run.
2: He, yeah, he called it take the money and run and it was just nothing. And people are like, oh, Adam's going to be pissed off with this. I'm telling you right now, that is genius. That is art. Because he's took the piss properly. And he knows, that artist knows what he's doing. And he knows that everyone else knows what he's doing. He's taking the piss. Out of art wankers who are like, oh, so thoughtful. Oh, so He's just gone, I'll just give them that and I'll keep all the money. Tracy Emin is a fucking liar. But
3: that's now but worth that, a lot of money, probably. That's how all of this stuff started. It's Duchamp, uh, like, had a bit of... manager. Um, Yeah, Didier Duchamp (laughs) Um, he's a very very old man and um, in the early 21st century um, he was actually an artist before he was a uh, central defensive midfielder and and, and latterly a rather underwhelming um, manager of footballers Uh, despite the fact that he's won everything he's just quite boring teams to Anyway abolish international football that's a side point the point is uh, that uh, he was going to his exhibition and he went round down the road and bought a urinal like a piss trough, and when that's my, that's what anything's art, I, I'm an artist, so it's art. And there, we, so this whole point that art can be anything if an artist says you need to regard this as art. You, I, I take this and I say this is actually about, um, you know, uh, feudal economics. And then you go, oh, I'm now looking at the pen not as a pen, but something like within the context of somebody who's told me it's about. It's bollocks. It's absolute bollocks, and it is boring. And I don't like Tracy. I was. I was using the Tracy Emin example as a way to think about what validates, and I believe that you know she's uh, like what it earns you the right, you know, having that basis, that foundation in what might traditionally be called art, gives you the right to explore elsewhere. I'm not necessarily a fan of her, and even less so Damien Hirst, who is, um, I think, the worst of uh, all of them.
2: <laughs> the uh, drop in the base of your voice, there. I the far. I mean,
3: that is, and the whole argument. I used to have uh, a bit when I was uh, a very young and angry and didn't really care about uh, commercial viability, even less so now uh, than now. Um, like, and I'm an artist, so it makes it art. That's good, isn't it? I would go, hey, 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 I'm a baker. This is a bun. <laughs> because I am a baker and I say that this is a bun. Do you want to... Have a... No, it's act- disgusting, isn't it? doesn't function as a bun in any way, shape or form, but I am a baker bun <laughs> it just doesn't make <laughs> um ouch anyway yeah no i completely agree with you that uh, uh it, it strikes me as very and that is really funny the thing about it got to the week before the show and she because i think a lot of edinburgh shows are like that as well yeah yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah no it's no it's 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 actually storytelling yeah every stand up who goes to Edinburgh has a storytelling show. What that means is I lost confidence in myself in March.
2: (laughs) (laughs) A lot of comics ringing their mom in like late July and be like, if any of our relatives died this decade. Like a great aunt who I could pretend meant something to me. Can I yeah, just- yeah, yeah.
3: I'm going to do an Edinburgh show about my great, great uncle, Jabez Bez Tunnycliffe from Leeds, who started a, a group called the Band of Hope, which was uh, sort of like men in their 20s were um, uh, drinking their uh, pay, uh, becoming alcoholics, and their families... Uh, were starving. Their kids and their wives were starving. So, my great 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 uncle from Leeds, Jabez Tunnycliffe started this thing called the Band of Hope, which uh, got young men off of um, uh, uh, alcohol, booze, and uh, you know, put the money back into the families. And it, 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 a great man. So, I'm going to do an Edinburgh show that's sort of all cryy about how much I miss <laughs> this guy from the 1800s. <laughs> so I didn't know. <laughs> But also, I want to get the message that I'm really from up north. <coughs> That's what I really want to let everybody know.
2: You really want to get that in, don't yeah, you? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Like the heart of yeah, mm, the my soul, my, my, I, I might have the voice of a weak and feeble southerner, yeah, but I have the heart and soul uh, of a uh, a rich uh, north soiled boy.
2: You said something to me once that, or it might have been in your. Show imagination, which is also on YouTube and very, very, very good. Okay, lads. Um, the <laughs> in, in fact, last time Alfie was on the show on a Patreon episode, I think it was. We told everyone to go and watch a special yeah, 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 yeah. and comment the words bum nuggets" on it, and there's <laughs> quite a lot of them because I there ch- is, and I actually
3: <laughs> sort of regret it now that there is so many because I thought, oh, it'd be funny if there's five. I didn't think like there would be. Like there's a, there's a, there's there's there might be a hundred of those, <laughs> like it's insane. They just kept coming, and I think that YouTube now thinks that like I have created loads of YouTube accounts and I'm just <laughs> trying to like hike myself up the algorithm, like going bum nuggets. Like I'm uh, like absolutely munted on scotch in my bedroom, mm. creating all these separate YouTube accounts and writing bum nuggets underneath my own special to try and hoik the algorithm uh, up. Or, so uh, what uh, you're nuggets.
2: saying? to fifty thousand idiots is don't go to your special imagination and comment bum nuggets on it.
3: Comment something else. Comment um hi Alfie. Love your work. Uh, love you. Just say just you know, just say we'll say that you want to like snog my dick or something. There we go. Let's say that.
2: <laughs> go and watch Alfie Brown's special Imagination on YouTube and say, oh my God, he's so funny. I want to snog his dick.
3: Yeah. That's and then the I go, like, imagine, because not don't want to suck me off. You want to go, like you want to get off with my dick. <laughs> like it was a man's face that you liked, but it's a cock and you want to get off with it. I love, sorry, my girlfriend's been away for a week. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice when your girlfriend goes away because you really get to catch up on your wanking, I think. You do. And then you think, oh, I miss you.
2: Yeah. And then you get really quickly bored of that and want some per se
3: again. Um yes, it's uh it's it's nicer. It's at, it's at the very least wetter and warmer.
2: Yes. I I was talking to my missus about this last night, actually. <laughs> Here mm-hmm. we go. Uh <laughs> Do you ever have a Luby one?
3: Thank you for the sound effect. Uh <laughs> that that helped me travel to the uh <laughs> uh, the, the place in my mind where I could access that memory. Um, (laughs) yeah, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. If there's a, if, if if I, but I, yeah, I think whenever I masturbate, it's sort of like an emergency. So it's very like, I can't reach for the, I don't plan these things. And then also I don't want to do, you know, it's enough trouble having to do aftercare with an actual partner that you have sex with. And then you don't want to just lie there in your own, sugary cock syrup do you <laughs> <laughs> absolutely don't. don't
2: this is what i was talking to. so me and sam had a little uh a little game of five aside last night and then uh, we also went go-kart who won that what who won that um she finished first did she in five aside
4: did she yeah hang on what it's a euphemism isn't it
2: yes yeah, she come and then later on i did
3: a footy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a euphemism, innit? <laughs> no euphemisms on this pod, lad Straight talking, fucking sex chat. That's what we're having. Fucking euphemism. So you came on a lot.
2: <laughs> that wasn't me,
4: by the way, for the audio listeners. That was Alfie.
3: Yes, I'm a fucking vocal chameleon.
2: Um, <laughs> we uh, we were talking afterwards about uh, self gratification mm. and. She was talking about the fact, like, we've got a little bullet vibrator in the drawer and a big fucking wand. And she's like, I just don't bother with them because I can just do it just as quick. But it is better with the little bullety one. And I was like, yeah, it's the same for me. Like, a luby, a luby one is so much better. But it's just, it's like you've made your dinner and you've already sat on the couch with it and you're comfy and you've got a plate with, like, a roast dinner on your lap. And it, it needs a bit of salt, but you can't be asked getting back up to get the salt, even though it would make the dinner better. You're just like, oh, I'll just eat it. It'll still satisfy me, mainly. Uh, have you ever used a fleshlight? I haven't, but we've had someone get in touch with the podcast to sponsor us because they
3: make fuckable... Tinga tinga, 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 <laughs> tales from Africa. <laughs> is that who it is? No. No. <laughs> that's what that's actually I've I've fused two things the, together there listener. Um, uh, what I've done is I've taken uh Tinga 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 tales from Africa, which is a cartoon that my children watch uh, with the sex toy brand Tenga. Um, <laughs> that's if I had uh, I do have a podcast, but if I was that the sort of podcast where sex brands were getting in touch with me saying, "Listen, do you want to use our fleshlight and then talk about how good it feels to wank into our plastic?" Um then so I would,
2: exactly what the email said. <laughs> it's almost like you wrote it.
3: I got one well, I got one. Uh, and I was I was dating a girl who worked in the industry and um and uh she gave me some eggs, uh tenga eggs, which are like, you know, it's like a disposable fleshlight. And I mean so empowering. Good! Oh my god. It's enough, you know, it it really All of these modern inventions, the iPhone and now the Tenga egg, uh, are really (laughs) helping me realize that I never need to see anybody ever again. (laughs) I could just buy a studio flat and like sit on Twitter and wank into my egg. That's my thirst.
2: I don't think we're going to round off this section in any better way than that. Okay. That's what we want to do as adult males. Would you press that red button? We'll have a quick break for the money twats.
0: Wag wag lids. Hope you're enjoying today's patron exclusive. We've got some new merch that you can see over my boobie. Is this real? This is an ad, this. Oh, for the merch. For the merch that you're wearing. Get one of these ones. But when you buy it, get one that fits you. (laughs) They come in different sizes. But I would definitely maybe order one size up. Unless you want to feel like it's a Tammy girl starter, dot
2: com is where you get the merch from. And it'll save you wearing that pile of shite that you're wearing. Uh,
0: We just said, don't be doing the mean thing. You look like a fucking pedo. Get some merch. But he can't help himself. But look at them. Look through the camera. They're fucking
2: scruffy twat on the other side of it. I like you. I think you look good. Fucking pathetic. But
0: you'll look better in Have A Word Pod merch.
2: That's, That's what I was saying, just in a more polite way. And that's here. It's Carlo put the graphic in. Have a word if you can't read. Get on me. So you were just saying you would like to press a, a button. Yeah, I don't so know what... See that slider next to the buttons? Oh, you've got to press the slider up. No, pu- push the slider up. Pu- push okay. it up to the tape. Go on, go for it.
3: Yeah. yeah. Do you know sometimes when I'm with Jesse, uh-huh. how many do you have fun sort of like couple in jokes that you do... Mm. So one, one of my favourites, and I, and I think it's quite telling because all of your funny couple in-jokes are very rarely funny to other people, so I'm constantly well, we, explaining. We, we
2: could easily prove that right now by, I could give you one of mine out of context.
3: Okay, cool. You
2: could give me one of yours out of context. Okay, cool. So every time anyone near me and Sam mentions the name Martin mm-hmm. or Marty, we go...
3: That's nice, I like that. That's cute, though. That's yeah. really sweet. I'm
2: blowing a kiss to Martin Luther King.
3: That's nice. I like that. Yeah, that's really... He's dead. he's dead, yeah, yeah. He's dead. Famously, famously dead. Um, uh, Want to give me one of yours? Yeah. Uh, so when I'm sitting with Jessie and we're just, like, watching the TV or whatnot, I'll just start, start staring at her, like, really affectionately, and just... Like, I've just noticed something new about her. And I just... I touch her gently on the wrist and I say you know who you look like today? And she'll go, who? Oh, and I'll say, baby P. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what a niche reference. <laughs>
3: and it's the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing makes me laugh more than that. And she falls for it every time. She goes, oh yeah, who do I look like today? <laughs> you look like baby P. <laughs> <laughs> oh, How? How? What's
2: one How of yours?
4: I don't know. We've got loads. We can't put a nail on the other thing thinking about one. You've what? got...
2: I know one of yours. Go
4: on. I've had my eel. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah? What's that? Uh, we were in Japan, and Sereka doesn't like fish. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, we got a a set meal, a set. When you go for something to eat, it's set. And uh, one of them was eel. But the one after it, she liked, which was a dessert. And I went, you can't not eat it. So she ate the eel, which she didn't like. And I went, right, give me dessert. Now I've eaten the eel. So now, eat me eel means I've done something I don't want to do.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I get my nice thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, Jesse says eat your frog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, but we, we, we did, that's just an expression. It's nothing to do with uh, anything like that.
4: So like, oh, I, I've watched something I want to watch. You're like, no, no, I want to watch it. I want to watch it. I'll eat me eel.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really sweet. That's really sweet. I'm actually I'm in the middle know. of writing a book called Why I'm No Longer Talking to Japanese People About Dairy. <laughs> <laughs> just refuse to do it. You know. They won't learn. <laughs> should I explain dairy to them again, you know? <laughs> fuck, you want to learn about dairy, learn about it yourself. And you know? it's not my responsibility as a Westerner to teach you about dairy. It's a long book. You really?
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's going to be lots of, lots of people on Instagram beginning rereading it going, I'm actually educating myself.
2: Do you think you'll ever actually write a book? I can imagine you should write a book. You've surely written a book. Um. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh,
3: I refuse to believe you. have surely <laughs> read <written> a book. <laughs> no, never wrote a book.
2: I think you might have the highest books read to books written <laughs> ratio yeah. in the world.
4: Daffo.
3: Uh, you, what, you think we live in an age of people getting book deals before they've read any books? Is that what you're saying?
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's very true.
3: That seems to be the kind of, like, the 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 trajectory for most stand-ups now, as it goes, like, you know, you go, uh, you know, London, the open mic circuit, London clubs, the club circuit, Edinburgh tour, book deal, cancelled, or whatever it is that, you know, you do, like, whatever. Your book deal is the... So many, but like, and Jesse, my partner, my common-law wife, the mother of my children has written a book, but it's a novel. So you don't get too many comedians writing novels, I don't think. Yeah, comedians tend to write like me. Yeah, here's a book about me me and my, like a quirk about, it's like a big Edinburgh show. Yeah. How often Um,
4: do
2: you read books?
3: How often do I read books? Like how often
4: do you finish a book and start again?
3: You used to be a big reader when you were younger, didn't you? Yeah, but not anymore. I went, when I, during lockdown, I couldn't read I just completely lost the will to It's
2: one of the lesser known COVID side effects. Um, um.
3: I just couldn't be, like, what's the point? We're all locked indoors. Who am I reading for? Like, I mean, it, I didn't get any pleasure from it because it that was- That does imply that you're currently, like,
2: going around Hyde Park, just getting people to sit down and reading for them. I do.
3: There are some books that I don't want to read in public. Uh, mein Kampf. Uh no, I'd read your camp actually. Um, I uh, I'd, I'd be happy to read your camp. Uh, mine camp, your camp, we all camp for mine camp. Uh, no. Um, I, I I've got the Woody Allen uh, book, Apropos of Nothing but also just books that the thing like David Foster Wallace, who's a great novelist and brilliant mind. And he's now been cast with this. Don't date a man who likes David Foster Wallace because they're all, you know, it's, it's become one of the affectations for, um, uh, uh, uh for, 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 sort of straight, uh, white men. Like, like listening
2: to Joe Rogan's podcast. That's uh, another one, isn't it? Oh, he listens to Joe Rogan. Don't go near him. Then he probably wants to kill elk and do DMT with Jordan Peterson.
5: I would, that sounds (laughs) great. (laughs) Kill Elk and take GMT with
3: Jordan Peterson. I don't particularly like Jordan Peterson, but I would love to kill an elk with him. I'm a vegan, and I would love to kill an elk with Jordan Peterson. Oh, I've got the elk here. And this silly little That's voice. Elmo. That he's got. No, but he's got a silly... I can't do him, but you know he's got a silly voice. You know what I mean about his silly voice? Ooh,
2: the elk is dead. Ooh. Not Elmo, it's Camus. Oh, oh, no,
3: Mickey Mouse it's Mickey Mouse. Shit. He <laughs> does. He sounds like Mickey. Oh, you got to make your bed in the morning. That's for damn sure. Why are you so good at Mickey Mouse?
2: Oh, well, the gender pay gap's greatly exaggerated. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe a quality of opportunity, not equality
3: of outcome. That's what I believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ho, Minnie. You be quiet. I'm not... I'm not being antagonistic. There's multivariate research on this topic, me. <laughs> <laughs> now, give me those entrails. <coughs> <laughs> I'm hungry for entrails. <laughs> All the vitamins you can ever want. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> <sighs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> it's fun, isn't it? That was fantastic. Um, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, I would love to do that. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, Joe Rogan is one, but like, yeah, so David Foster Wallace is like the intellectual, or Jonathan Franzen. Uh, that's become like a a red flag for people if you like Jonathan Franzen. But uh, to answer your question, uh, I've, I'm back into it now, so I'm reading. I'm 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 reading. I'm reading more. I mean, it, it depends. Like, I read The Parade by Dave Eggers recently, and that took you know a week because it's very very short. And I'm reading The Secret History by Donna Tartt now, and it'll take forever because it's fucking long. So there's no real, but I'm, I, I, I want to keep.
4: But I mean, you you like back to
2: back read, like chain read. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna wait for the films. Um, uh, The Secret History It's coming out 2023.
5: Is it? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> what was that one? Chat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. So um. we've had some questions specifically uh, for you. Oh. Or with you in mind of yep. being on the show. My favourite one that came in quite quickly is from Matt Tobot. Or Tobert, Something like that. Mark. Matt. Matt and Tobit. And his surname is T-O-B-U-T-T. Tobot. Tobot. Tobit. Would you rather have Alfie's accent in everyday life, but then Adam's in bed, or Adam's in everyday life, and then Alfie's in bed? Now, I think, personally, you've got to have mine in everyday life, and yours in bed, because otherwise, I feel like a lot of women will feel like they were tricked into having sex with a (laughs) scouser.
3: Well... Yeah. Um, <laughs> as somebody who isn't a great uh, talker in the bedroom, but I, and whenever, like, first of all, I don't want anybody to ever go, oh, what do you want? Just, well, let's all just work it out. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're trying to do this. Like, I want to forget that language exists. This is a primal experience. I do talking for a job. I don't want to have to talk you through this. Let's just fucking discover it as we go. But uh, I'm also very bad at dirty talk. I love it. Um, no, I'm too. I'm too uh, eloquent for it. No, I, I think I, your I, voice lends. It I to would it. say no. I would say something like, "I am replete with cum."
4: <laughs> that would turn me on.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want you to suck me so hard that my bottom breathes in. <laughs> uh,
2: You've got to say. Oh right I, I know that emotion as well. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wolf it down, please, bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> that that would that that's not me. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I think um I'd rather have your voice uh in everyday life, because I think it would be more likely that I get a gig presenting the one show one day. <laughs> um, and then, you know, Is that what I you could want. Get, yeah, well it'd just be nice to have the option, you know. <laughs> And then like, maybe me and Alex me. Jones have an affair, and I'm going, come on, Alex, let's go for a fucking coffee. Uh, and, um, and she goes, oh, that'd be very nice. Thanks very much for the coffee, Alfie. I liked your presenting on the one show today. It was nice to talk to Michael Ball again about his upcoming project. And I go, fucking too nice. Right? Do you want to go to bed together or what? she go, oh, yes, please. That sounds lovely. And I'd go, hello, lovely. (laughs) As soon as we were under the sheets. And she'd go, what? Because she'd made a similar deal. But with with Danny Dyer.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Is
2: there an accent? Uh, Obviously, uh, you're in a very committed relationship. Yeah. But if Jesse left, if Jesse was gone... Jesse left with the children, moved to the Congo mm-hmm. to start an avocado farm, mm-hmm. um, and took the kids with her because they wanted to go. They were like, Dad, we love
3: you. Jesse's gone. <laughs> Jesse's gone. Okay. <laughs> right?
2: Yeah. Why did they all go to Africa
3: and start a business? Congo's not Africa, is it? Yeah,
2: mate. Oh, yeah, it is.
4: Mate.
3: And I don't think they have avocados there.
2: They do when Jesse gets there. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
5: yeah, That's why <laughs> <like laughs> she's making a million.
3: First to the market. What is this now? <laughs> <laughs> eh? This pear has a big peep. Eh? <laughs> and it is green. It is multi. What, you crazy woman. Eh? <laughs> All this time I've spent mining minerals for iPhones, and you are coming here with this pear and <laughs> squeezing a lime on it. It's not Deep nice. big peep. <laughs> 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 um, but the point is, Jesse's gone. Jesse's gone. <laughs> Jesse's
2: gone. Mm-hmm. And if you were sort of given, a genie comes down and goes, right, we're going to create your perfect woman. Yeah. She can look exactly how you want us to look.
5: Mm. We don't need to go into that. Mm-hmm.
2: But what accent do you want it to have? And it's going to be this accent forever. So it, is there an accent that you would love on a lady?
3: Um... I think like a husky wee Belfast accent. Yeah. I think like a husky wee Alfie, you, you look gorgeous today. I think that'd be
2: great for a week and a half.
3: I think you underestimate my passion about the vile signs that they. Vile. Vile that Endless source of joy, joy, joy to me. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, something like that, or, um, southern, like, southern American. Yeah. Hey there, sir, I can't wait to show you what's underneath this corset here, like, you know, take me to the ball, (laughs) take me to your balls, and, you know, whatever, you know?
5: (laughs) Or <laughs> like, you know, uh, yeah,
3: um, Spanish. I love your cock. That's good, <laughs> isn't it? I love, I love your cock.
4: <laughs> She's repeating it. Yeah, 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 she didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't think you understand.
3: I love your cock. <laughs> I'm from Spain. You're ben. fairly good at accent. <laughs> Thanks, Carl.
2: I would love, like. What's a, your,
3: what's your, what would you, um, what are you? What are you? What are you asking for?
2: I want a two hundred and eighty pound black woman with a Chinese accent.
3: Yeah. For example, I think that'd be good for about a week.
2: Uh, <laughs> I think it'd be great forever. Every time you meet someone new, like no, no, no. Watch this. Listen,
5: Have Lisa. I...
2: Talk, Lisa.
5: Lisa.
3: <laughs> Lisa. <laughs>
2: That's um, first-hand say, her first-hand surname, by the way. It's Lisa. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah.
3: But it's one of those Chinese names that she has to have because, you know, white people can't. So, like, it's, you know, her real name is Lao Tzu or something like that.
2: <laughs> i seen, <laughs> I seen a thing recently <laughs> that said statistically that there's a white guy who moved with his parents to China for work and has been brought up in China and now speaks English fluently but in a Chinese accent and everyone just thinks he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, like yes, uh, uh,
3: white Jamaicans. Yeah. yeah, 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 hilarious! Yeah, it's great stuff. Um, I uh, did I ever tell you about the time that I um, slept with a woman um, from Zimbabwe and then upset her greatly. <laughs> no. no. Well, I was at Crowbar. <laughs> metal-
5: <laughs>
3: I had just broken up with my girlfriend and I was staying in a friend's flat. Now, the friend was a rich kid whose father was a Mauritian diplomat. He had gone away to move into his new better flat. And I had his bedroom, which was still furnished with all of his, like, the son of a Mar- Mauritian diplomat stuff. Uh, now... um. Full of trinkets and from uh, like uh, little uh, special decorations from business trips that his father's been on. I go out one night to crowbar, I meet this girl. she's really, really wonderful. her name is Sarah. she's a, a philosophy grad from uh, from from the UCL who uh, was thirty three years old and she'd moved there with her child after being into a uh, uh, an arranged marriage when she was younger and then renouncing her Christianity, starting up in philosophy. Really, really amazing, interesting, beautiful, beautiful woman from Zimbabwe um and uh and and uh, robust and um and and a l- lovely large uh frame um and we got back to my flat robust. yeah we um
2: like a table <laughs>
3: <laughs> i love i loved her she was really funny as well um and she uh, she came up we had we had sex full sex and um she was very funny afterwards she said uh, me and you are going to have the most beautiful babies. And I went, right, I see. Um, And she went, or we would, if it was not for the coil in my womb. And I went, yeah, fair play, that's good stuff. And then she said, what do you do? And I said, I'm a stand-up comedian. She went, can I come and see you? And I went, yes, I'm currently doing a run at the Soho Theatre. And she booked, like what a power move. She, naked in bed to me, after having just slept with me one night, booked tickets for tomorrow night with her mate. Um, Anyway whilst uh, she was sort of wandering about my room having a little look around she noticed that one of the diplomatic trinkets that had been left behind was actually a signed decorative plate from Robert Mugabe <laughs> and she looked at it like naked just stood up staring at this signed plate in this white guy's bedroom saying, uh, excuse me I think why do you have a signed plate from Robert Mugabe in your bedroom <laughs> And I went, oh, I sort of forgot that was there. You forgot a signed plate from Robert Mugabe was in your bedroom. You come and you take a, like a, a black guy from Zimbabwe back to your house and you forget that you have a signed plate. How do you get a signed plate from Robert Mugabe? I forget. He did some very bad things to my people. You know that, don't you, Alfie? And I went, yeah, sir. I'm really sorry about That's it, actually. That's why I've got it. I just, I didn't know like, what was going on. Anyway, there's no um, brilliant end to the story other than to say, I think that's a pretty good end story. Two empty seats at your show. <laughs> <night>. <laughs>
5: no,
3: she came. She absolutely loved it. Um, and uh, Jesse came to the same show, and we organised to go out on a date that night. And then I slept with and impregnated Jessie the week afterwards. So she if,
2: didn't have a coil.
3: She didn't have a coil in her womb. Famously, no, <laughs> um, no. She said no. She said that she was uh, infertile, so that I wouldn't be able to get her pregnant. So do be vigilant, boys. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because I actually have three children now. <laughs> and uh, my life is not mine. Anyway, ask me a fucking question then, come on. Could you uh,
2: please, just because I I know you do it on... Are you doing the coronavirus deal with Jesse story in your new show? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's Very good. Go and see the show. I was about to ask you to tell that story, but I don't want you to do that if it's in the show. Yeah, well, that's good. Because there are people who are going to go and see your show. So... On the subject of Pound and Puss. Um,
3: <laughs> we are on subject. I sort of feel like that isn't good for my brand. <laughs> I, like, I do feel like there's moments on this podcast where our styles clash.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: if you had to choose between just well, no, no, what?
4: The screech. <laughs> Better than that than Danny.
2: If you had to choose between just foreplay or just sex forever, what mm. would you choose? Uh, Surely you've got children, so it's foreplay, isn't
3: it? It is foreplay, yeah. It is for foreplay. But, I mean, if you weren't having sex, it would just be play, wouldn't it? Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs>
5: It's true, yeah,
3: you can't say that to your business. Yeah. Should we have a play?
5: <laughs> <laughs> you trying to do of, a play with me? Go a bit of
3: play, <laughs> come on, wet play, <laughs> let wet play, exactly.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I mean, lovely I, bit of play. I think the pinnacle, we were sort of mentioned a pre show, the pinnacle of sexual activity is a 69. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, no.
4: I'd, I'd go sex me. Would you? Yeah.
2: See, mm, mm.
4: You, can, you can control it more and you can do more things.
3: I think you, I think you do less things.
4: No, but I mean in different positions and you can control it more, I think.
3: Yeah. Does
2: anal count as sex or foreplay? Sex. Sex. Okay.
5: I don't like think
3: anybody, <laughs> um,
4: anybody <laughs> goes, to do a bit of anal. One more.
3: Do we have a little aperitif, uh, maybe a little warm up, a little amuse-bouche, amuse a little amuse-ass, uh, a little, tiny little smattering of a bit of anal before we really start cracking on with the meat of the business. It's um, <laughs> like going to a restaurant uh, I'll have the pasta for the main. And uh, to start, I'll have a tomahawk, uh, please. Uh, just a little tomahawk to whet the appetite. Or I have my little pasta gnocchi right <laughs> now. Thank you. Garçon, son the cream of cum for me, please. The cream <laughs> of cum. <come.
5: Ooh.
3: laughs> both,
2: <laughs> both pick on foreplay, yeah.
3: Sorry? Both
4: gone foreplay.
3: Both gone foreplay?
2: I think no, I think I'd have to go sex because I would like to be a father at one point. So at this point,
3: to oh, be like. One point, yeah. and then not again. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun couple of months, baby. Okay. Anyway, I'm off to the Congo. Uh, Jessie said that she wants my help with an avocado scheme. So. uh...
2: <laughs> oh,
3: Come this on. This is fun. Come on then.
2: Okay. Sorry
3: for <sighs> snorting my.
2: Okay, so. Uh... On the subject of our families, we got a, a question from Jake Garrett that says, uh, Wag Wag Lids. I was just talking to my dad the other day about comedy, and he mentioned how annoying it must be for the family of comics when they're involved in the jokes, and it got me wondering, do any of your family or friends say stuff like, don't turn this into a bit when something happens? in like a, Are they being serious as well? Do some of them simply not like your comedy? Like, they appreciate that some people do really enjoy it and they can see why it would be funny, but it just doesn't do it for them. Has this ever caused any arguments when someone has said they don't think you're that funny, etc.? And do people ever get truly pissed off with being involved in your jokes? Uh, I think you're both class and everything, but obviously comedy is subjective and not for everyone, so it just got me thinking, love your work, lads. Can't wait to see you live soon. That's from Jake Garrett. So...
3: Thanks, Jake Garrett. Thank you. (laughs) Jesus. Um... I find it quite annoying and quite arrogant when you meet some... I met these guys in Lisbon. they had flown over from the City-Chelsea Champions League final. And they're like, all right, so uh, ooh, ooh, I hope I don't end up in one of your sketches. And I thought, I'm not going to fucking remember who you are tomorrow. I' <laughs> mean you ending up in one of my sketches. I don't do sketches. It's stand-up, okay? I'm not a fucking loser. Sketches like a fucking dweeb. And also, who, the f- who are you? Oh, well... Oh, You'll never guess what, paying audience, but I met some nondescript bloke from Manchester who I've forgotten about. Is that good <laughs> enough for you? No, who cares about you? You don't, Nobody cares about you. Um, I. Uh, <laughs> he was actually really, really nice. I, I, uh, <laughs> and I remember him quite well. I do struggle to not tell
2: people how unfunny a situation is when they say things like that. Like, it's normally, like, extended family or friends of friends, and they found out you're a comic, and like they'll drop their pint or they'll spill a bit. And like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to end up in your next show. You won't. Because... <laughs> drop the pint. <laughs> but it, it is literally yeah, that yeah. innocuous yeah. and it happens all the time. And I, I struggle to go not go, you won't, mate. This isn't even remotely funny. <laughs> even to me, and I'm here. Like, I've seen it happen. Like, some things, you have to be there. And this is one of those things that even if you're there, doesn't matter. Yeah. And I really struggle to not say that out loud. Um, I think the real meat of this question, now is I know you've spoke about, like, Jesse on stage. I talk about my missus a lot. A, a lot of my material throughout my Life as a stand-up has been either girlfriend or ex-girlfriend material, depending on what stage of my life I'm in. Mm. Does Jesse ever go, I don't fucking like that bit and you need to stop doing it? Or have you got family or friends who've done a similar thing?
3: Uh, as somebody uh, who has been uh, a... Mem- I've been in one of her sketches. Um, <laughs> and, and she's done, um, <laughs> she's done uh, shows, uh, com- comedy shows, one-woman shows, uh, uh, you know, uh, that th- th- have been brilliant but have on two occasions been uh, sort of mainly based around me, to the extent that uh, her last show, Sunrise, uh, featured a key moment in the middle uh, where she inquired to the uh, paying audience every single night, thousands and thousands and thousands of people, has anyone here fucked Alfie Brown? Uh, to the, so that's my full name, isn't it? That's my full name. <laughs> Uh, And that's, has anybody here? And nobody ever said, and it's because me and Jesse, when we were broken up, went to an STD clinic. And and she went, well, I've got a new boyfriend. I need to go to an STD clinic. You're fucking uh, as many people as you possibly can. Like there's a kind of prize at the end or something. Uh, So you need to go to an STD clinic, definitely. Especially given I know what you're like with condoms, uh, nodding to the children. Um, (laughs) uh, And I went, okay, yeah, fine. Fair enough. We went to the STD clinic together. And going to an STD clinic is funny because the awkward white woman in the room needs to ask you these questions but hates having to ask them to you. So it's hoping that you cut her off. So uh, have you been having unprotected sex uh, recently? And you go, yeah, that's why I'm here. uh, Has, uh, right, okay. Um, (laughs) uh, Right, okay. Uh, And and have you had sex with anybody from Africa uh, uh, or or, or Asia uh, recently? And I went, uh, yeah 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 I, I actually uh upset one of them I the play. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes right right so you've had something in africa that's fine um uh right wh- and were they uh and were were they were they were they were they black when they were black and you know, yeah very much so actually <laughs> We better swab your cock then, mister. Um, Anyway, I came out clean and fresh as a daisy. Thank you very much indeed. Um, Jessie has syphilis, weirdly. Uh, No, Jessie's fine. Jessie's clean as well. Um, (laughs) This just amuses me. She might have caught, like, Victorian STD. You've got syphilis. (laughs) You've been fucking a Victorian rent boy in the mouth for ages. Um... So uh, yeah, uh, we we on our walk home across London Bridge or whatever bridge it was Waterloo Bridge maybe. Um, I went, oh hello, hi, and waved to some girl, and Jesse went, who was that? Who was that? And I went, nobody. Nobody. Have you had sex with her? And we just so happened to have walked past somebody that I'd fucked in the not too like recent, uh, not too distant past, and that ended up with her asking the audience every night. Has anyone here fucked Alfie Brown? Um, and... Uh, I remember coming to see your show that year in Edinburgh yeah. when Jesse
2: was doing Sunrise and you... Was it Imagination or the one before? Lunatic. Lunatic. I remember being in the queue for your show and there was two really lovely, like, young girls in the queue in front of me. Maybe they were, like, 20 or something. And I'm just stood there on my own because, like, in Edinburgh, you as a comic, you'll often go and watch you, your friend or any performance show solo. And they were just like, are you on your own? Just being friendly. And I was like, yeah, I am, yeah. She was like, have you seen Jesse's show? And I was like, no, have you? She went, yeah, well, we went to see Jessie's the other night. And thought, well,
3: we've got to see both. Or, yeah, yeah, We've got to see both. Loads of people came to mind expecting it was going to be my side of the story. And I like, <laughs> no, I don't really care that much. She's just, you know, believe whatever she says, I don't mind. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I have, I was uncomfortable with what that did was it the, the show being about the breakup from me having a puppet made of my head and having her have conversations with it on stage and having had so many thousands of people it was a much more popular show than I could ever do I couldn't I, I couldn't sell that many tickets um so it sort of makes you feel like your life is not your own slightly because she's providing the narrative of your own existence to people without you really getting to have a say in it so I do understand people's discomfort with me having But now it means I can get away with anything. And she can say absolutely nothing. And she has said, Well, that bit where you talk about, you know, I've got a bit about um, being a parent and how awkward it is having to go down on somebody in the same room as a baby monitor because you're never quite, you never kind of lose yourself to it. And anyway, there's an an act out ensues. Um, And she went, Do you have to do that bit? And I went, Yeah. Because you asked two thousand people, <laughs> has anyone here fucked Alfie Brown? Uh, so yeah, uh, it's it's uh, we, we live in a in a world of mutually assured destruction, and essentially we understand that honesty is to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, preferred above all else, to be to be prized, to be celebrated yeah. uh, in what we do. So it's a kind of concession that we both just make.
2: I've told every girl I've ever ended up in a relationship with within two to three dates. If this becomes serious, you are sort of signing over your rights of our life for my material. I make that very clear early on. I talk about my life. I'll be brutally honest and sometimes beyond honest and into hyperbole and bollocks and I'll exaggerate things that make you or me look worse than we are for the sake of humour and that's going to happen and you need to be okay with it. This is never going to work. And I always set that out so early on because it's just... It's what I do, and I'm going to continue to do it, and there's no relationship that's going to get in the way
3: how of it. Did, how was that taken in your, most, in your current relationship?
2: She was like, yeah, yeah, sound. And then there's been two bits. One where she was like, I don't think that's funny, but whatever. And another bit she was like, I want you to change this a bit. And I was like, well, I'm going to change it a bit anyway because I don't like it, but you actually don't get to do that. And she was like, you know what? Yeah, fair enough.
3: What was the bit that she didn't think was funny?
2: So I it, it will be in my new show, but it's a oh, ru- no,
3: no, 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 it, it's
2: a routine about how I get told I'm punching above my weight.
3: Oh, I've seen it, it's good. Yeah. But there was a bit in it early <laughs> on. Oh yeah, 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 but also.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: An yeah.
2: And she was like, yeah. mm-hmm. and I was like, Well, I've noticed that actually. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: I'll change it on my terms. <laughs> That's really funny. Okay, yeah, no, I wondered I wanted Oh that that'll be a yeah, I, yeah, uh, well, go on, l- Lids, you've got a treat in store. Please, uh, you know. Um, so, as you see, but we're going to take a
2: break now before we bring international rapper and battle rap superstar Shotty Horror into the studio, um, where he will join us and we'll talk to him. Before we do that, uh, could you please let everyone know where they can get tickets for your Soho the Theatre run and the tour in general?
3: AlfieBrownComedian.com, pretty sure is what my website's called. Everything there? Uh, yeah. And Soho starts in November. And Soho starts November the 8th. Uh, please, also, seeing as a lot of you might be on YouTube, if you wouldn't mind subscribing to my YouTube channel, that would do me the world of good. So if you think I deserve a favour, I'd and love that. That channel is Alfie Brown Comedian. It's all everything I do is Alfie Brown Comedian, uh, dot com or forward slash from whatever. Cool. Uh,
2: and as you've seen at the start of the show, uh, Patreons, you get early access to my tour show on Wednesday, the 27th of October. And public people, Friday, the 29th, 10 a.m. Uh, some of these rooms are quite small. If you do want to get tickets, maybe just set an alarm for 5 2 and get some tickets. 10 a.m. on Friday. And Very I will see Where's your London
3: date? Leicester Square Theatre. When is it?
2: It is the. It's the Saturday the 20-something of April, whatever the Saturday is of that week.
3: Oh, amazing. I look forward to it.
2: Um, yes, I'm very excited about that. Um, so please get some tickets. We will take a break now, and we'll see Shotty and Alfie and me back in just, well, a second or two for you after this advert from some cunts give us money to talk shit. You press that button.
0: You know there's a disturbance in the force when it's me doing an ad read because I don't do this shit normally. But Manscaped have dropped a new ad. It's important. We love these guys. They've supported us, so support them. This ultimate package includes the amazing lawnmower 4.0. Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming, have done it again. Two million men worldwide that trust Manscaped with the new Performance Package 4.0 by going to manscaped.com, use the code WORD20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's specific to the lids to this podcast. Inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. First off, the new Performance Package 4.0 includes the new lawnmower. This trimmer is insane, and I dare say the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. It also has this amazing LED light, so if you're a maverick and you shave your balls in the dark, you can see where you go. And as I said, the Weed Whacker is amazing. It uses a 9,000-rpm motor-powered 360-degree rotary Dual blade system, you get all of this kit within the Performance Package 4.0. And then seal the deal with Manscaped's liquid formulations. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant for before leaving the house and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner. Manscaped even throw in two free gifts with every Performance Package 4.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WORD20. Treat yourself. Go around the house, see what else you can shave. But shave everything. Carl, can you shave pets? Don't shave your pet's balls. Just use it on yourself. 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com using the code WORD20. Hi.
2: Uh, hello. Welcome back to part three of four of this week's Halfway Podcast. I'm here with comedian Alfie Brown.
3: Hi, how's producer it Producer
2: Carl over there. And Shotty Fucking Horror is sat it on a sofa. Shotty Horror. Press that
3: applause button. Oh, press the applause button. Sorry, uh, I, that's my first time I've been behind on the buttons today. <laughs> Sorry about me.
2: Could you press it again so it try stops? fine, don't press it again. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Nice one, finally. You were, st- you were saying just before we started that you want to stuff a million steads up your arse and become yeah, big.
5: Yeah,
1: I've been training for a, a good bit now, Yeah, year and a half. Trying but, to bulk up. Yeah, I'm there, I think.
5: You're gains. looking big, Lee. You Yeah, he's got um, lovely arms, it has to thank be you, said. Thank you, thank you. The y- gains
1: y- are doing good, but I'm just an impatient man, and I think it might be time for a big fucking trembolone sandwich, androgynous hormones. And you're not worried about little thing. dick syndrome? Oh, massive dick, loads of <laughs> spare dick, spare, spare dick. Well, in that case,
3: I mean, could I have some? Um have been I, here for two minutes. Uh, because, uh, you
1: didn't even buy me the beer and you're asking me for cock.
3: Uh, But no, I don't want to enjoy your, well, I do want to, in, but I want to have it as my, there's no real way to do this transaction without it getting, without some serious medical intervention. Just match uh, me on ground and, I've and got just... a, I've got a gorgeous cock but it's a very average size.
2: You've told me this before. Yeah. You've got like a
1: pretty dick. Really what? pretty.
3: I think it's a great like it's not one of these weird like you know yours might be big
1: but What I constitutes like... is a pretty dick? What what is an aesthetically pleasing dick? Mine well, isn't symmetry? symmetry. Mine isn't,
2: because I've got a scar on mine from me reduction. <laughs> you
1: have Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. I
2: actually did have a, d- a cock reduction when I was nine. You
3: fucking never. Did you have to have your, Did you? were you one of these kids with a fucking massive hood?
2: <laughs> no, the hood was too small, so they, they reduced me dick.
3: Oh, so yeah, that the yeah, hood yeah, would yeah. fit. They just cut the hood
2: off. What? They just cut the hood they off. They just didn't do did that. We... it. was. I was nine, there was no consent. They just took half me dick. Half. Yeah, a foot.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> mm, okay. That was a joke.
3: Uh, <laughs> keep me, keep me abreast of all these jokes. When <laughs> so you let me know next time there's a
1: joke, that'd be great. So I just come across everything. How much spare dick have you got then? Uh, pff, four, well, I'd say four and a half spare millimeters. Dicks. Oh. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> <that's> good. <laughs> yeah, four you and a half dicks. But. You do
2: have the confidence and swagger of a man with a yeah. A, the guest. It's
1: all that. When I was fifteen, sixteen, and then noticed I was more well endowed than the rest of the lads in football training in the showers, and that I just coasted through life then. Yeah, (laughs) say I'm not coming back tomorrow. All blokes (laughs) with big dicks have the same attitude. It's like
3: all blokes with big dicks are like, like they have the same confidence of a boyfriend who's got their girlfriend a really great birthday present. Yep. So they can be quite unpleasant (laughs) for the time being because, like, you don't know what I got
1: either. (laughs) I've got a huge dick. I'm not washing it
5: today. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> know, I mean,
1: well, people are,
2: people are doing that when they've got girlfriends to the girlfriend. He's doing it to like baristas in pret manger <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you just better make egg. me that oat milk latte because my dick is fucking <laughs> massive. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 it all over as a girl. Uh, it's just uh, it's a... Good order.
2: Little suggestion, <laughs> mm-hmm. just from a PR point of view. Yeah. You need to get a press shot now that you're bigger. Because yeah. today, I've uh, I done a post on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash haveawaypod. Starts at just £3 a month. I did a, po- a post today to get the listeners to ask you questions. Yeah. And all I could find was your promo pictures from like your don't flop days. The bony Where days. You were the, you, You're you just a <laughs> <the> skinny guy. <laughs> like there's going to be people who might not be aware of your work yet who've yeah. seen that post today and are now going to be looking <laughs> at the camera yeah. and mean, like, is that the same <laughs> that fucking
1: guy. guy? It's all Briggs's fault. He should systematically go and delete every shit picture of me because that's his job, but he, he's got better things to do, apparently. Yeah <laughs> is that why you brought him into today? He's off camera. Shit Riggsie human. is here. Riggsie's in here, but he's a horrible human for that. <laughs> you
3: know it's weird that I mean? it? you have to recalibrate your behavior when somebody looks. Like, I was saw your pictures and thought, oh, I'll, I'll, I can imagine. I'll bully him. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll kind of, <laughs> I, can, I can humiliate him yeah. and, and and like use my... A physical superiority yeah. to make him feel badly about himself.
1: Well, you did instantly with the handshake when we walked in.
3: Yeah, yeah well, I'm, I'm like um, I'm like Bruce Lee. I've got a lot of hidden power.
1: <laughs> you are like Bruce.
3: Lee. I am like Bruce Lee. <laughs> <That's> exactly <laughs> what <laughs> same as well. same <laughs> I
0: <walked> Same
1: <laughs> like, When I said before, I said I know you. I've seen your work. I meant yeah. leather Chuck you though. <know>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Punch bigger than my
3: cock, sadly. Um, What's it? I have one inch punch. there's was a joke I did.
1: God. I'll keep you across you that. One. that was battle rap level. Was it battle oh. rap level good? So it was really, it was really bad. No, oh, joke. Okay. no, it was great. I love that. I'm Thank gonna help you, mate. <laughs> Scribble it down. Have it.
2: What is? If, if you don't mind me asking, what is the goal of the Balkan? Because I know you're big into wrestling. Yeah. You, have you got designs on a we, bit of
1: wrestling? There was like, a we was doing a documentary for a bit. I was training with like guys from WWE, NXT, like Sam Gradwell, um, Johnny Brannigan was training me and stuff. Um, but because of the pandemic, because of the lockdown, they weren't access to any wrestling rings. I had to wrestle in a boxing ring. Oh, it's a very different <laughs> structure. Slumdog rest- Millionaire
2: Millionaire 2. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, first world problems, I think. I got a wrestler. I actually had a wrestling ring as well, didn't I? But I had one bought in storage. bouncy. Yeah, it's just pure wood, and so you don't want to do a be suplexed. Suplexed. There you go. Yeah, uh, onto it. That's it. No. Yeah. So they, they, they call it a bump card. Pro wrestlers. They say you have a bump card. You have got so many bumps you're allowed to take in the ring, and um, before you start, your heart starts exploding. You start getting like really crippled or whatever excuse me that was a burp and a c word (laughs) (laughs) but i have to edit that bit out (laughs) keep it in um yeah so it was very painful very fast i was cashing in a lot of the bump card very quick waking up with injuries and then not being able to just do my actual job so it was like you know what bollocks to this i didn't want to be at wrestlemania or anything so it's, so it's just
3: a kind of hobby to go alongside Yeah, but it was world.
1: like the most fucking painful hobby ever. It's like the most stupid thing ever in the yeah. world to do as a hobby. Because I've done Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu, I've done everything. Nothing hurts like pro wrestling. Nothing, mate. Because slightly saying it, oh, if you don't do this at home as well, but if you drop a baby, it, <laughs> it'll bounce. Don't do didn't that. work when I dropped a baby. <laughs> no, It <Bam>! <laughs> didn't bounce anywhere. <laughs> drop the bastard, though. But, uh, uh, but like when... Because like, I guess the thinking behind that is the baby don't know it's coming. So it's kind of like more supple to the impact in that. And that's kind of like when people
2: have fell out of planes and they've gone limp in the air (laughs) and survived. Yeah. That didn't happen. You said that last
5: week. (laughs) (laughs)
2: There was a fella who fell out of a plane and he passed out on the way down because he was was like, (laughs) had a panic attack. And it went to his head and he was like, oh, I'm going to die. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Thank
2: you. And he hit the ground.
3: You and, and the just bullshit, got up bro. and went on with his Just
2: walked the rest of the way. Yeah,
4: I've he been
3: just... very, very nervous and tentative <laughs> about. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm wearing the woman who I'm having an affairs with boxer shorts. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I'm pressing a button. and I, Oh, the bullshit bell. Oh, we are excited. I didn't want to wear the headphones. It's a step too far. But Jesus Christ, I'm like, um,
1: uh, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. The baby thing. Yeah, it's just like more like if you know what impacts coming, it hurts. 10 times more for some reason. If the body knows it's coming and you try and like get ready for it, it hurts. It's so when a big up, yeah. bloke says to your. I'll try a lot of boxers. I'll try a lot of boxers
2: do 12 rounds with their eyes closed. Yeah. It's a very famous tactic.
1: Yeah, in it Just don't look.
5: <laughs> don't know it's
1: coming, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's why United, Man United play like that all season as well, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> you know what I mean? I,
2: uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not comfortable making uh, United the shit jokes when we play them on Sunday, and I absolutely expected to bounce them all over old <laughs> Yeah,
3: uh, it's uh, one of my favourite things about uh, Carl's recent output. If you've been enjoying that, listener or viewer at home, uh, Carl's been putting out some great Ole Gunnar Solskjaer at Sense
4: Carl underscore
3: uh, banter. Uh, it's been. Yeah, I just think he's pathetic. Yeah. he's really he's eminent. He's really bullyable.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: Uh, he and, doesn't park in the manager's parking spot at Old Why? Trafford. Because, because of that, that's for Alex. That's for, that's for the boss no, man. No, it's not. It is. You it is. know, it's for
3: him. It's for you. <laughs> and he's a weak dog. Like do you know, like, does it like, strike you when, like, he, when the, you know the camera cuts to the manager while a football game's on? Mm. Like, you know when it gets to him and he looks like... He looks like a dog watching two humans have sex. <laughs> 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 like, he, it like, he looks like at any moment he's going to go, right, so this is... This is football, then, is it? <laughs> right. right. I'm, just not, I'm not totally sold on it. I don't think it's that fun to watch. Um, but I'm sure I'll puzzle it out. Um, hmm. Like, he's he's a moron. He's such a moron. He is. Oh.
5: Um, but
1: long may be at that club. I know.
3: I was overjoyed to see that game last night and uh, watch uh, Atalanta crumble at the mighty hand of the world's greatest Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah. You know,
2: I think it would have been great if they'd lost 4-0 low and they had to go in with like John O'Shea as caretaker <laughs> yeah. manager this weekend.
3: Because that would have been fucking <laughs> <wonderful>. <laughs> Don't underestimate the John O'Shea bounce.
4: <laughs> Didn't he nutmeg make goal once? What? John O'Shea nutmeg make goal once. Yeah, I know. So he can definitely be the manager of United. I <laughs> think they should yeah. give it to Giggs. That's a good point. <laughs> give actually. it to Giggsy
3: and make the team even more unlikable. And Giggsy yeah. can say to Ronaldo, okay, you rape them, I'll headbutt them." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: mm.
1: He goes under the radar how much of a piece of shit that guy is, isn't it? Ronaldo? Uh, no, uh, Ryan Giggs. Like Ryan Giggs is a, a horrible, horrible man. He's
2: just made himself nervous. <laughs>
1: The internet will don't see
3: Don't it. The internet will Don't see. He's he's gonna clip gonna it. That it out. Don't clip Keep it in, but don't clip it, everybody, okay? <laughs> don't. It's a little emoji of a kind of a huge man being forceful. Oh, God almighty. What a silly
1: podcast you've got that makes everybody behave quite badly. <laughs> sorry, Shotty, sorry. <laughs> no.
3: Giggs is a con.
1: Yeah, he's, he's a wrong one, isn't he? Yeah, he gets away with a lot of shit. Yeah, man. He's, Ryan Giggs is a wrong one. Like yeah. More should be... Said about this, like he does very. Didn't he like kidnap someone and like put her in a, in like a wheelie bin or something
5: <laughs> like that? Did he? I made that of shit. Hang on, just one one word. Alleged-
1: allegedly.
3: allegedly. <laughs> Let's, it's time to welcome our, our other guest. What Allegedly.
1: <laughs> would you put it past him? No. There you go.
3: No,
2: I wouldn't. So you did it. I think it's quite funny allegedly. that like his brother like had this sort of life taken away from him by his by his bro- like his name's Rodri isn't yeah, it Rodri, Rodri Giggs, Giggs.
3: Well, you are Rodri, lad. his <laughs> wife
2: got like hyped for decades or whatever decades. it was yeah, by, like, by
4: lots of footballers was it oh really yeah I thought oh, it was right.
2: just Ryan yeah, no he's no,
4: spoken about it lots of footballers had sex with his wife yeah but like oh, obviously man. his brothers
2: got the right one. one. he's like the Olly Gunnar shot of managers <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was really unnecessary. But he got like a deal with like Paddy Powered or something, didn't he? Yeah. He's like on yeah, betting day yeah, 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 now, yeah. like, oh, have a bet. <laughs> and he's,
3: he's been paid, bet. but he's only got that job. <laughs> writing, working copywriting. <laughs> <laughs> have a bet. Have a, have a, um, uh, right. So we've got a, we've got a betting company, are you?
5: Yeah, great. Right.
3: You should, uh, we were thinking for the slogan cause you're, you're a betting company, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, have a bet. <laughs> we thought that would work. <laughs> uh, because that's what you want, people. That is what... Yeah, yeah. Have a bet. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> <sighs>
4: but yeah, he's made the career off being a gimp. Mm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a cook. A cook, yeah. Yeah. A cook old. There's a little scene of, like, footballers' brothers, actually. ain't they like like less genetically blessed brothers. Like, we <laughs> just sit there moping about how they didn't make it. or oh, shagging my wife for 10 years. Like, just moaning bastards, aren't they? Like, yeah, yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, you you've leave, lived off you leave, Ryan. I think there's, one a few, there's a few Rooney, Gary Lineker's weird brother. Uh, Wayne Lineker. Yeah. Gary he's Lineker. Premier League title. <laughs> no, not Neville. <laughs> so you Gary said Gary Lineker. Neville. I said Lineker. You oh. said, uh, Wayne Lineker. <laughs> 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 but no, Phil Neville as well.
3: I think there's a few of Rooney's brothers that you can go and see at Chester Zoo.
5: <laughs> <laughs> can I clip any of this? Sorry, can I clip any of <laughs> yeah, this? Clip that. That's
1: fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like Wayne. Wayne, Wayne's a good lad. <laughs> <clears throat>
2: yeah. Ah, so.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, you were training for the wrestling, kind like, of, but you're not
1: gonna do it now. No, no. But then I just got I preferred being bigger and training. Once you get start training, you start loving it, and it's like I know girls in in tight pants in the gym and that. You know what I mean, so I know it's a nightmare, isn't it? It's horrible. When you see them, you
3: think, oh my god, you're beautiful. What makes you so beautiful? Then you realise, oh, you're wearing not very much. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. That's what I fancy. I'm quite into clothes, you know. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yesterday, I went go-karting with my missus. Mm. And you know that, like, boiler suit you make you put on?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I just
2: wanted to shag her head off.
3: <laughs> like, boiler suit yeah. Just
2: she looked a shag- like a mechanic, <laughs> and, I, and it turned me on.
3: Yes. <laughs> you wanted to put the lotion on her skin, or else she gets the hose again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what the but, fuck? Like, we've spoken about this before. Any sort of, <sighs> like, Halloween is just, like, Pornhub Live for me. Yeah, no, same. Like, a- anything like that? It's like a little tennis skirt, a little
3: oh, Batman no. costume. For, for me, it's office wear, <laughs> like office kind of pencil skirt of with Teddy. like blazers and white shirt, like that. For me, because we work in comedy and like all the entertainment, everybody's dressing up all the time and going, "Oh, look at me! Aren't I interesting?" And because you at this want the woman to look like um... she could
2: forgive your debt. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Are you an ombudsman who could possibly um, help me with my overdraft that I can't service? I'd like to fuck you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, no, I just think it's because it's, that's what's hot. Because like, you know, being sensible and working hard seems like it, sex is a kind of a foreign idea to, yeah. to mm. would you I asked Dan last yeah. week,
4: would you like to be dominated?
3: Um, well, uh, no, but never say never. Okay. Just Ooh, people have that twice. sensibility, don't they? Uh, the Harry Hill joke. Uh, you, no, it sounded like an offer. It's
4: <laughs> <laughs> not an offer. It's just some people
3: are, are, have that sensibility. That no, 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 no. Be. I want to. I'd I like. I don't to, think he ever could. I'd. I'd. I like to uh, dominate. Um, I. Uh, Me
2: too. But I would try it once, like oysters. Give it a go. Mm. I know I won't like it, but I'll do it just to say I've done
4: it.
3: Right.
2: Yeah.
4: Shanty. Are you now? No? You like to be dominating?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Just generally in. in in life, it like I don't a think of being a submissive sex partner would
3: suit you. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I know We haven't known each other for long, but uh, <laughs> I, I feel awkward. But you give the
1: vibe,
5: <laughs> <or
3: somebody. laughs> do you know what I mean?
1: Oh, do that. Also, I don't just wouldn't what the be, fuck it wouldn't say? be
3: believable if you were submissive. Oh, yeah, take yeah. control, yeah, I'd lever yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> that's that's submissive very, very G. nice, I'm dear, actually. But is.
3: um. <laughs> Lovely, Look at he? me on
1: a train <laughs> You Slender, sexy woman. I'll pile drive you till you die.
3: Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to.
1: we all need to, to know
2: that
3: that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> How no. long is this pile driving going to take? Um, <laughs> just till you die. Just till you die. Soon. And then we'll have it boxed up okay? <laughs> okay. Thank
2: you. So, you're not training anymore, and that is to concentrate on what you called your proper job, which is rapping.
1: I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So,
2: I'm a fan of your music, but nice I was one. my gateway to you was you battling. Yeah. And that you got an event on Saturday coming yeah. up. Any early access patrons in the Manchester area, there might be some tickets left. Yeah. They could get from
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. Big <laughs> <them. You laughs> <just> Google <laughs> it. Premier Battles though. I was joking. Premier Battles.club, you can get the tickets. Got Shuffleo, Shuffle T and Marlowe versus Skateboats, so it should be very good.
2: We need to get Shuffle, shuffle T and Marlowe on the oh, show. Man. Shuffle That'll O and Shuffle T.
1: Wow. So So you got Marlowe and Shuffle T and together they are Shuffle. Shuffle. Shuffle Lovely stuff. Okay, cool.
2: Some of the the, they're just the best two on two team in in the world
1: by a distance. And both like Really sick individual guys, as well, like, yeah, yeah. good individual rappers. I'm excited. Me and Carla going to the event on on Saturday. We're looking forward to it. Is it this isn't your first event, though? Is it? No, I've
2: been to two before. So, I went to Don't Flop's seventh birthday, the day after you battled Clips.
1: Yeah,
2: (laughs) glad Uh, you missed that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I saw my ass that that day. Yeah, so a bit of context behind that. So Obviously, a lot of people watching won't know what we're talking about. So, if at you
2: all. if you want the context, the full context, we'll give you a little bit now. Go and watch Shotty Horror versus Charlie Clips. It was yeah. the Don't Flop's seventh birthday, yeah. and the thing you're referencing in Charlie's second round, he'd put a scheme together where he brought Lyrically four jumped. four other rappers yeah. on stage yeah. to all battle you at once. Yeah. But you had no idea that was coming. No. Yeah. And what
1: had happened? What was also going on? Me and DNA were cool now, but we had like real like issues for a while. And it was in a case of the minute you land in England, we're just going to go to the car park and get it dealt with. Yeah. And he was giving it the talk, like, yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to do. I went to the hotel, he was this big, and the dynamic was different when we got in there. Yeah. But the guys that he was with was all saying he was going to do this and do that, and I'm just a little scruff from our parade. So as soon as I was in there, I was like, right, ah, the fuck wants it? Yeah, kicking yeah. off. Um, Charlie Clips come and sorted it out, actually, and calmed it all down. But then when my, my friends, markets Nasty and stuff from London, from the Nasty crew and that, when we was in there and then they stood up, all my boys, was, they'd seen the commotion in the hotel. So they was like, yo, fuck, it's on. So if you watch the footage, it's the guys behind me stand up first. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. very serious guys. So I was like trying to stand in the middle and all that, but yeah. So, so there was a
2: lot of that cut out because obviously I was yeah. in the building. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. <laughs> on straight on the phone, I don't flap like, cut that shit. But it's just one of them. It's like, still um, a fucking great battle though. Yeah. I think I would have smoked him if I didn't do that. Like, I think I won on content, but I don't know. It was just, a, it was just a mad night where I, I didn't see the battle ending as a battle. I thought it was all about to erupt and go off in a way, but they're always the more fun ones, especially for the fans, I think.
3: Yeah, it's yeah, drama. A bit of danger. Isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah,
3: it's but drama. The, ha- the having to keep your composure as a performer yeah. and mm-hmm. like be witty, perform well, whilst at the same time, like thinking, oh, there might be actual, like commotion. Yeah, it must be. I mean that that feels to me as somebody who you know uh, had a, a woman held a glass to my head the other day at a gig. Uh, I mean that is a. Uh, you know, until then, kind of quite a foreign thing that I yeah. just I imagine. I can't imagine how you deal with that. Yeah. I haven't seen a, uh, uh, a rap battle for a while. I I I, I did my show in uh, 2012, and the guy on before me, brilliant, did a brilliant show. But I only saw him rap battle a couple of times because uh, they did some don't flops in Edinburgh Festival that yeah, year. Yeah, I remember Mark the Grist. time.
1: Mark Chris, yeah, he ended up having a good battle with Blizzard. Actually, like yeah. that went super viral. I mean, that was the first viral battle. It's yeah, it's the it first good. one I remember. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, and he
2: it was the top viewed for a long time until you and Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, on and yeah. Just blew it off the water. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was weird. That me and Arsenal did that as well. I don't know because it's not. There's no gimmick to it. It's just literally a, a rap battle. Yeah, but it's you like and Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, but of, unbelievable like, yeah, they battle. Nice one, man. Yeah. I just think but of the
4: times me and him have watched that battle yeah. like if we're driving somewhere for like a bit that. we'll just
2: put it on in the car and just listen to it Yeah. no we don't, we, we, like, no, we
4: don't even listen to it we just fucking <laughs> do Either Arsenal do shit <laughs> <you know? laughs> do, do
2: you know what it is about yeah. that battle you're both at the absolute top of your game yeah and, and that just leads it doesn't matter who won yeah. and you can argue all day about who did Yeah. but You're both just there's not a single slip, yeah. There's not a single problem, there's not a single anything, yeah. It's just from start to finish, you both get every single word you want to get off, off,
1: yeah. And
2: every punch lands that the crowd are on fire. I think it's a
1: big like culture clash on stage. You got this black guy from Newark, New Jersey, gang, crip life, and then you got this mad white, bald guy, fucking. From the UK on there, and it's yeah. two cultures going at it. The thumbnail helps as well.
2: And if you're listening to this, because obviously we've got a lot of listeners who will have never yeah. watched a rap battle in your life, and you're just a fan of Have a Word or comedy or whatever, or a fan of Alfie's or mine, and there might be a reason you're listening to this specific episode, and it's not because you're necessarily a rap battle fan. If you want to get into it, and if you want to sort of the the two gateway battles I would give you to go and watch to try and get into it. Are Shotty versus Arsenal and Tony D versus O'Shea. Yeah. That's the and that's the the perfect battle for a yeah. UK rap battle fan. 100%. The mix of comedy and just straight rapping yeah. is so good. And yeah. We had some um we had some questions come in about mm. battling. Yeah. And I wanted to put a couple of them, so yeah. You. You've sort of
3: I've got a question about it as well. Okay. You, you can go first. Oh yeah.
2: Can I, oh, I have I one you? of these yeah, oh, we wow. got another another beer for Garçon.
3: Can I, I can drink? I have one as well, please?
2: Let's get <laughs> up, Let's get really
5: fucking shit.
2: Yeah, um, take
5: steroids. Uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> be a great way to end the day, Thank wouldn't you, it? Sir. Hey, um, so Alfie, have you got any battle rap related
3: questions that you'd like to ask? <laughs> well, Adam, I'm so glad you asked because actually I do. Yeah. Um... <laughs> um uh, <laughs> I was just wondering whether they whether you enjoy them more whether you think the quality is better when you're in a in a rap battle against somebody if there is genuine animosity between the two of you or if you like each other and you know each other really well which of those which of those dynamics between the two opposing parties makes for a
1: better rap battle in your experience um, that
2: is a fucking phenomenal question It really
1: is and nobody's ever asked me that before in my whole time I Prefer battling people I get on with and I like or I respect. I think I would as well because at the end of the day we're we're just two artists really collaborating. Yeah, it, it can say verses or featuring, you know, because they shot fe- featuring Arsenal or whatever. It would collaborating. I like it's, how you put it that way around. Me featuring him though. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's a fucking. He, weasel. Would be, he would have been on my album. This is the Shotty horror story, or he would have been on the Have a Word podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I just feel like. It's, there's so many parallels with the pro wrestling game. Yeah. Um, it is a work, you know. It's it's not real. Um, and the guys that understand that and know how to make money together properly by promoting it proper, by doing it the right way, they're the best ones. Some people in the game shoot themselves in the foot by taking it way too serious and can just kill the career, like... Playing your character for real. Like, if Hulk Hogan really was walking around his house, like, you know something, man. I want to eat a chicken burrito today, man. In my but head. you're not stopping. In me. my head, he does. Yeah.
5: He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs>
1: does, right? Uh, just, well, also, Dad, I'm just going to the toilet. just got- I hear you, brother. Yeah, <laughs> man. Just <laughs> has got a pile of ripped t-shirts next to his washing basket.
5: Like,
1: <laughs> it's like, Terry. <laughs>
5: Is that his name?
1: Yeah. Terry. Tez, come on. <laughs> Bought you that for your birthday. <laughs>
5: Said you liked it.
2: It's It'd be great though if like his family just know every it just gets a shirt because he fucking <laughs> loves ripping them off. He goes through them I'm like fucking mad. Yeah.
1: You're opening a T-shirt. It's like a dog when you're opening a T-shirt. Teddy, you can put it. Puts it on.
5: Fuck
0: Teddy. He's
1: at like a self-help group for it. How do you feel with a T-shirt on? Good man. <laughs> it's awesome,
2: man.
1: <laughs> Blows up. Do you um, they
2: give them like a nicotine patch and it's just like a shirt with like Velcro in the middle? <laughs> Whenever you get the age, just put this one on.
3: Oh, can do it again. Just not like the same. <laughs>
5: Is not the same. <laughs> Feel so bereft, brother.
3: <sighs> so when, like, you're in the build-ups to all these things and you're, like, having a... Part of it is... Part part of the show is creating yeah. the the anger between the two performers. Even if it's somebody that you get along with, you like, you respect. Yeah. Part of your job is to sort of describe... I mean, I don't know. Like, we
1: both did Comedians Rose Battle, which is like a yeah Idiot, idiot's version. I thought uh, I come up with that idea today, and he's like, if you're not watching Adam on it on Comedians Rose Battle, <laughs> I was like, fuck. I was like, shouldn't comedians like rap battle, but like not rhyme? Like, can you imagine Adam doing this? And he was like, Yeah, I so I do I've, it a lot.
2: I've done a couple of shit rap battles as well against other comics. Don't there's lie. there's been comedians' that? rap battles before. Yeah,
3: yeah, that was like a late night thing in Edinburgh. It was yeah. really, really and we
2: something. at one point a couple of <laughs> months ago were thinking. About cause like I've can through being me if you wanted to do it, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Through through being a oh, fan. No.
2: It's alright, lad, don't worry about it. Fucking gloss that it's table.
1: Fucking varnish on it. We can just I wipe it off. It's fine. Foil mate. My... Don't worry about it. Lad.
2: Um through sort of being a huge fan of the UK rap battle scene, and then I would say the American, but Canadian really. King yeah, of the yeah. dots is more me than smackers. Smack do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So I've I've got to know a lot of like the UK rap battlers and I'm yeah. on sort of friendly basis like I have been with you like we've met for the first time today but like yeah. we've spoke a few times I've met Shuffle a few times yeah. I I I know a few of the lads. One thing we thought about doing was a have a weird comedians rap battle event, Yeah. but where one and obviously we'd be paying people to do this, but like one team of the rap battlers is mentored by. A battle rapper. That would be sick. And the other team is rap- mentored by another battle rapper. Yeah. And we put a big event on in a big room in Liverpool, sell it out. And all of our former guests. So we were and Who did we ask you to battle? Um, it it a Dane. It
3: might, it have, might been, have been Dane,
2: yeah. Dane Baptiste first selfie. I was going to battle Dan because that makes sense. We were going to get Carl to battle Finn. Yeah. <laughs>
3: let's
2: do what this. do you think about stuff like that? Because here's my question on it. There was a thing on Channel 4 recently where comedians mentored, um, like, minor celebrities to do their first stand-up set, right? Yeah. And I, my initial response was I don't like it because right. I don't think there's enough stand-up comedy on TV to for stand-up comedians. Yeah. So to be given stand-up comedy spots yeah. to people who don't fucking do this for a living and don't give a shit about it sort of pissed me off a bit. Yeah. Do you get that with what we'd be trying to do or do you think it's just a gimmick, it's just laugh, it's a one-off?
1: No, um, it's different. I think, mean, like, you know, stand-up comedy is one of the biggest mediums for entertainment in the world. I like some of yeah. the biggest things going on there. Battle rap's not. So stand-up comedy as a whole doesn't need the exposure. Stand-up comedians do.
2: as Curtis from Love Island doing exactly. stand-up. Exactly, fuck yeah. him.
1: Yeah. I'd rather watch someone else that's actually funny do it. But if Curtis from Love Island come to a battle rap event and tweeted about it, we need that kind of thing. That's a really, really interesting and good distinction. Do you know what I mean? So if, if, if you guys did that, we would be appreciative appreciative of it anyway for one and we know you in particular like you've had a good rapport with the whole scene for a couple yeah. of years now so you know you're one of us you're in there anyway with the with the community so you've done that groundwork to be able to have free reign of doing that kind of stuff no one in the uk would would go oh this guy's a culture vulture or something it's just like oh shit you've been well,
2: to look at it. but
1: yeah
2: yeah i is. i uh you're right. I've been sort of try. I've, I'd say I'd try to get to more events, but they tend to be on Saturdays when I'd be gigging. So the yeah. only ones I've been to the seventh birthday, coming to yours on Saturday, mm-hmm. and another one I went to was next in line when Tony D battled Shocks at the Fiddler's Elbow, yeah. and that was fucking great to was watch it? in
1: person because they was were it? both just fucking great. Tony's an amazing guy, an amazing um, artist to watch live in person. Like he's just a master of what he does. Yeah. He's awesome, man. And again, uh, your
2: battle with him is one of the best in UK yeah. history as well. Yeah,
1: four years. I'd not, I'd not battled for four years, and like the only call to come back was to battle Tony. Who was the man in his prime, fully match fit, ready, and it was a uh, yeah, it was fun, man. Like we sold out uh, the Ritz. Ritz in Manchester. Yeah. just you know, just a little rap battle show.
2: Can I ask you this question? Do you think you've ever lost? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not once that, uh, that question coming from Aaron Ledson Who's one of our patrons And he said Is there a battle he thinks he's ever lost And the fact he asked that question Made me think He must know of you work in your battles Yeah Because otherwise he'd, He wouldn't be giving a shit about yeah. that Is there any you think you've come close? Any of yeah. that are debatable?
1: Tony. Tony You think Tony was close? Tony's debatable um,
2: I, th- I think you beat Tony 2-1 I think you took the first two And he took the third
1: I, I do also I, I, And I think I gave him power on the stage for the third by showing him respect on the stage, and that's something I tell a lot of the younger guys now. It's fuck that guy, man. Don't not don't literally fuck him on stage. Mm. That'll be, be quite it's good. Not actually, that. anymore is it? Yeah, yeah, it's, not, it's just love, then, isn't it? Yeah, it's, just, it's really sweet. Thing yeah, it's see. a beautiful thing. Beautiful really. thing. Yeah. <laughs>
5: I got an emotional thing in that.
3: Come on, stop battling. Let's make love. Come on. We
2: are the world. <laughs> Final question for you on, on the, the the battle thing. Yeah. Um before before we move on to some of the stuff. Is is there ever has there ever been a bar that you've written for a battle that you couldn't bring yourself to say? Because it was too far.
1: <laughs> nah, do you know what? I've never been that kind of um battle. The only time I did do that was in the first battle with Arsenal he mentioned my uncle. And my uncle had just passed. Yeah. And um Well it's a no, it's a
2: notorious moment, yeah. isn't it? It's something yeah. that people ask you about a lot because Unanimous
1: have me. mentioned it. Yeah. And you
2: threatened them. Because right, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. And then other rappers have brought it up since being like,
1: why did why you say why didn't to Arsenal get the same reaction? So because you nan brought it up about a couple of day a couple of days after it happened yeah and then Arsenal brought it up a year yeah. later I grieved i I was yeah. a sh- I was like embarrassed at the way I acted in in the Yunnan thing and that do you know what I mean yeah um and then like a lot of retrospect and a lot of looking at oh this is the way I should conduct myself if if I'm signing up to get paid for this, then they can say what they want or don't yeah. take the money. End of the day, like, do one of the two. Is there a code, like, there, there is certain things that one wouldn't condone saying that everybody would go, oh, don't do that? Amongst some of us, like, there's, like, gentlemen battlers who are going to try and outwrap you. I'm definitely one of them guys. The only time I've gone below the belt was in the rematch to the Arsenal thing because of what he said. Then he was like, oh, if anyone would ever to say anything about my daughter in a battle, it would be this and that. So I just, three rounds about how I would kill his daughter. graphic gruesome ways like that was an interesting i felt weird saying it
2: though yeah that was an interesting way to say it though because (laughs) you're so confident in your ability as a rapper yeah because you're not just a battler you're someone who does rapping and music for a living that's your thing and battling which you've over the past few years from what i've seen tried to make that distinction very fucking clear i'm a rapper who battles i'm not a battler who does a bit of music on the side it's the other way down so you're so confident in your ability as a rapper, you're like, I don't need to mention your dead no, mum because I'm going to outright you, outperform you. Yeah, this crowd's going to be on my side. Yeah, I don't need to go low. And if you need to go low, crack yeah. on and do it.
1: And I just think the are not reading the market, like, sadly, to for rap battlers and comedians, it's a, it's a sad world, really, because like our rights of what we're allowed to say is like we're lessening all the time and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but in the future now when the the next generation of woke kids look at what some of these battlers said in the 2000s yeah they're not going to continue to get the views my stuff will continue to fly because i just out rapture because like, it's just creative yeah yeah i just said all this stuff but like if your your whole line is homophobic or whatever i think about it all i'm like you know what? um I don't know i just think um you know i think if you can get as much if you can get as many people involved with what you're doing as you can it's obviously better and i think i think battle rap has the ability to be huge like in spain now they're doing forty thousand capacity venues, fifty thousand capacity venues. The battle rappers are driving around in Lamborghinis and Ferraris. And forty thousand. Have a look at Urban Rooster on some. Uh, pull some up. It's Urban Roosters. Um, Check this in the break in a minute. Yeah, we? yeah. Urban Roosters, mate. The we were speaking to one of the guys recently, and he said um, Barcelona football club when Messi was there. Basically, the they had this final coming up. So they got these rap battlers to come to speak to Leo Messi and that about handling pressure. And so when, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yo, it's crazy out there. They're like, they're like the megastars, the rap battlers. Would you ever Spain. learn Spanish
2: and move over there?
1: Yeah, well, it would be
2: fucking great when rap battlers and physios. <laughs> yeah,
1: so they have they have Chile, Colombia, Peru. They have all the all the Latin speaking countries. Yeah, they have their own divisions, and each of them divisions are like. People are leaving WWE and that to go and work there. CEOs are leaving this and that. So, like, it's huge. So, when they went and spoke to Leo Messi about how to handle pressure, the kids that was outside looking for autographs ran over to the rappers before they did the Barcelona players. And he was like, this is a sign of the times. This is a uh, summit changing. So, me and Briggs have been doing a little research and looking into them and stuff and speaking to the guys who run it and stuff like that. And it's a. Uh, I feel like. That's where it could be a legit. That's the blue flame for of premier like, battles yeah. because
2: at one point, obviously, we, we won't go into it too much because I know you spoke about it before. Your your first few big battles were on Don't Flop, which yeah. was a, a league that is still running in the UK, but there was issues between the people who used to run the company yeah. and a lot of the battlers and people who work for the company. And there's a million. If you're really, really into battle rap, there's so much stuff on YouTube. You can go and find what everyone thinks of so that. We don't need to talk about that. Yeah, but. It felt for a little bit like UK Battle Rap had had its moment yeah. and missed it, and you're trying to make it, that that's not the fucking case.
1: That's it, yeah. We're trying to make, um, me and Briggs, they are always trying to solidify it as I um, I don't know, not a sport, but you see like the e-gaming community and stuff like that. I think it goes hand in hand with all that yeah, that kind of stuff. It's, you know, it's, it's the same as wrestling. It's like conflict entertainment. You know yeah. what I mean, there's two yeah. people in a conflict, it's not real, it's it's planned out, it's not really pl- that battles are not planned, but you know, it's all goodwill. Um, and people love what's more British than an argument? People fucking love an <laughs> argument, you know what I mean? Love an argument, and now if the argument rhymes, the best thing in the world the rhymes are great, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask Shakespeare and other people who've rhymed, yeah, yeah, yeah. arguing, everyone loves an argument, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I think it's amazing. I think it, it's so. Inc- it's like I, I remember trifle. watching it and thinking it's so absorbing. And also, it takes such a weird blend of arrogance and humility. Yeah. And like the arrogance to go, I'm going to, you know, uh, cr- you know, th- create this uh, assassination of your character and have it be kind of a brilliant performance. And uh, and and also at the same time to hear, like. The, the worst about yourself. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine if you did a gig if if when you were comparing me <laughs> at that stupid town hall in the centre of Liverpool and I just eat my own dick in front of three hundred Christmas scouser? It's
2: one of my gig. favourite things and, <laughs> I've ever seen. And and uh,
3: we can see your white socks, love. Um, do, do, and um, but
2: before we carry on, can I give full context I on that story? To, uh, do I, I need, need to hear this
3: fucking story? Please, again? yeah, go
2: on then. <laughs> so. Alfie is what a, a a fucking great friend of mine and adores the city of liverpool is his mother and his family are from Liverpool originally big Liverpool fan, but he talks like that
5: right. so
2: <laughs> so scousers are a bit sort of um suspicious yeah, yeah.
1: wary. And yeah.
2: we're doing a gig for Hot Water Comedy Club at Christmas. So what happens at Christmas at Hot Water? The tickets just sell out because the room only holds 200 people and they're so popular. So they hire external venues. And those external venues end up full of people who thought they'd bought tickets to the comedy club and are now in a shit theatre a bit down the road, right? Yeah. And they're expecting Paul Smith to be either the compere or the headliner. And they're, expect, they're just It's not what they've wanted all night, Right. So then the the bill was... You I was comparing. comparing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of other comics on. Uh, were you on last?
3: Yes, I was closing that show, yeah.
2: <laughs> and Paul Smith was in the middle, which is notoriously in the comedy industry, the easiest spot. So the guy they've all paid to see has middle. done the easiest spot. And then Alfie's going to go on. And I just noticed he had his, his jeans sort of rolled up a bit and white socks on. Now, in Liverpool... Yes. yes. Sauce. Yeah. Right? In Liverpool, Dripping. that... White socks, I don't know why, yeah.
1: but they've always just been a no-no. Yeah, same in Manchester, like, white, yeah. white socks, black shoes. Yeah, yeah. you get called oh, Ken Barlow. No. Nah, That's what people used to it. get called in school, yeah, Ken yeah.
2: Barlow. Ah, oh, Ken Barlow. I don't <laughs> yeah. know why. My
1: socks are white
4: and yellow. Yeah. But, they're saucy, so. but I went yeah, to him before he went on.
2: Them. I went, you got white socks on? You, honestly, you want to hide them? And he was like, i would be fucking stupid. And he went on, and within 30 seconds of them deciding, hang on, he doesn't sound or look like Paul Smith at all. Why isn't Paul back on? Someone just went, we, we can, can fucking see you. He just looked to the side of the
3: stage. And I'm just there, like, I fucking told you something. Um, then they started doing, like, you know, the Harry Enfield and Chum's Scouse character. Yeah. Because of my hair, they started going, calm down, calm down, calm down. Like, You're like, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> I uh, I think it might be time to so have a little advert break and we'll come back and we'll get Shoty's perspective on some. Non-battle rap shit. Non-rap shit. Just your usual have a Word bollocks. I hope you enjoyed that section. Here's we'll some, some more money drugs. Con- do some drugs. 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 Drugs are great. For your family.
1: And your kids, especially kids.
0: Oh. <laughs> wag, wag, lids. It's Dan. Hope you're enjoying today's episode. Do us a favour. If you're watching on YouTube, like the video, subscribe. If you're listening, follow us on all socials at have-a-word pod. Tell a friend. Do something. Help spread the word. Also, I'm on tour next year. If you want to come and see me do stand up, get tickets at dannightingale.com. Appreciate you. You're a good egg. You're a good lid. Back to the episode. Welcome back. Part four.
2: We're still here with Shotty of Horror, Alfie of Brown, Carl of Regler.
0: Yes.
2: And... Diddly, diddly, um... diddly diddly dee. Diddly diddly dee.
3: Yeah. Diddly diddly horror. I like oh,
5: it.
2: Oh, horror. That, that should absolutely like... be like your walk on song from now on. <laughs> he loves
5: his rapping all day long. He could tell anything to his song, Shadihara. Ooh, Shadihara.
3: It's a nice song. File. <laughs> but it is by Michael Jackson, who is a dead paedophile. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's, let's keep it light, please. Uh,
5: um, <laughs> he fucking
3: did that, didn't he?
1: He did the shit out of that, didn't he, Michael he Jackson? Did yeah, 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 he he did it. He walked in there, went mad. Yeah. yeah.
2: Even like the 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 thing <laughs> I used to do on stage is even if he didn't do it, he was doing a fucking good impression of it. Like, <laughs> like yeah. he, was, he was trying his yeah. best to look like he was yeah, doing yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: He was having a really good go yeah. of that parody account. I was um, on the, I was on the he's innocent train for ages, really? and then I watched that documentary on Netflix. I was like, you. Uh,
3: a comedian called Pe- Pierre Nivelli, um has a wonderful routine about it. What's yeah. the? Did you, can you say that he has a wonderful routine and then you do the routine and then, is that all right? I think you know Pierre best than me and it would be, oh,
2: does he still do the routine?
3: Oh, I don't know. Anyway. Go and see Pierre Novelli. Go he's see see Pierre got a great routine. routine. And
2: while you're in the audience, shout, do the dead pedo bit. He, he loves the, that. Do your Michael Jackson <laughs> bit.
3: Um, brilliant.
2: You were saying before the in the little break we had uh, that you you've never done drugs at all.
3: Uh, uh, yeah, I just don't think that weed is a drug
1: that you can kind of say is it's not it's not drugs, is it? So you've done weed, yeah. I mean, so we're in the same boat, though, because I've never done a single line short. of cocaine, never, not once. No, neither.
2: I never. I did a bit same. of crack for a bit. Yeah.
1: Did you? Yeah, you side. Well, everyone's done a bit of crack for a bit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not drugs, is it? <laughs> that's not exactly he's not That's not really drugs. That's great crack. You it's great I mean. crack. Thank yeah. you so
3: much. Lend me the pipe, that's lovely, thank you. Um Yeah, uh yeah, well no, okay, fine.
2: Um Is it a never say never thing or is it like on your deathbed would you do heroin?
3: Um <laughs> I don't know, will it will it cure what I've got no, no it'll, get, okay.
2: it'll just make you feel smacked up smacked up for a bit
3: no I wish to uh, confront death um with a, 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 with all the lucidity uh, that I can muster
2: what if they said like you, you're gonna die in an hour is that what you wanted for your comedy <laughs> podcast <laughs> you're gonna die in an hour but if we give you a bit of heroin there's a one percent chance it'll save your life oh yeah but that's fine of course what of course I would do heroin then what are you talking about She's <laughs> <Just> making conversation.
4: <laughs> I'll never forget when uh, when Jago did that.
5: Yeah. <laughs> he went
4: to turn it off. Turn
3: it off. Oh, oh right, it doesn't stop. Oh, it doesn't <laughs> stop. That one doesn't stop. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm new to the soundboard. I was uh, new to the soundboard, sorry. It was two
2: lads. We were, we, we were made to it for a while. Still made to it Now I just don't see them much anymore. And uh, you know when you're tr- trying to wind up the sort of runt of the litter in the group, yeah. just like being a bit of a dick. He's debated, isn't he? And he goes to him, hey, ticho. And he knew for a fact this was right. right? He goes, ticho, is your man a lesbian? <laughs> and he went, yeah, she is. And he went, Alright, I'm just making conversation.
1: <laughs> That's a nice break isn't it? Uh, your am a lesbian. Uh,
5: just yeah, just making conversation. <laughs> yeah. And then for the rest
2: of the night, someone would go, "Do you want a pint?" And the other person would go, "Yeah." You got it. All right. <laughs> just making conversation. Oh. <laughs> right, I've got some correspondence uh, from our listeners. Quick one to start off with, Shotty. Would you rather have the power to undo the worst thing you've ever done or you get a free pass for a future bad thing?
1: Free pass for a future bad thing. So you haven't done anything Definitely. bad enough to undo? Nah, I've been all right, me. Yeah? I've, I've, yeah. I've been a good lad, but what? I have the capacity to be a piece of shit just haven't used it yet. Yeah. Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus and the little kids. On little kids? It sounds like you have done something. <laughs> <laughs> he
3: your pizza restaurant, hasn't it <laughs> Um, so it's that's a conspiracy that's Pizzagate and I, 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 I've only I learned about today they taught me about Pizzagate you,
1: <laughs> you know, heard about it.
3: today yeah yeah, yeah he had today, no idea yeah. Yeah. Scotty.
2: Um, so wh- what What? would you so in your head I've given mm. you this future past bad thing no right. one's everyone who sees you do it forgets about it it's never news you just get away with it
1: Sh- shagging I'll just wait till like I need to shag like well, you know if you're married like 10 years down the line I'm married I'm bored oh shit this yeah, mm. me. that's the spirit. Just one shag. Yeah, I was gonna shag some it. Yeah.
2: Avis,
5: something. something. Yeah, something. Yeah, you've got a free pass. Bottle of Listerine. You're not even. Yeah, bottle of Listerine and yeah, Lucasade. <laughs>
3: what about you? You gonna undo something or take your free pass? Um, I, I just, um. I'll take my free pass, yeah, just in case. But I don't I'd want like to a... undo
1: the listerine thing,
3: huh? You don't no, want no, to undo no, no, that? No. It's fine. I was happy to tell you about it. I'm not ashamed. Um, <laughs> but it burnt. I'm not even sure if I, Did it was, I... was that. It wasn't was on pod. New... We weren't even recording. I tried when I was a child. I tried to fuck a bottle of listerine. <laughs> listerine. Okay, that's what they're all talking about. So can you imagine a podcast in which that's the sort of thing that gets said when the mics get turned <laughs> off?
5: Like that's like
3: nonstop bullshit with the microphones on and then the microphones off. And go, Thank God for that. Now we, can, <laughs> now we can talk about fucking bottles of Listerine. Like that wouldn't have made like content that was appropriate for the podcast. What the fuck is this? Anyway, I miss London. Anyway, um, uh, no, I wouldn't take that back. I would like to, if I could take back anything, I'd take back my thoughts. Would you? Yeah. uh, uh, My thoughts give me more trouble than any actions that I've...
2: uh, You've got quite a good control on your actions, but you
3: can't control your thoughts. Exactly. Exactly. Very well, very concise. What kind
1: of thoughts? Um,
3: Just sort of, I think it's worse when you're watching a lot of porn, isn't it? So my Mm. girlfriend's been away this week, so I've been watching a lot of porn, which I think... Couldn't wait a week.
1: Porn. (laughs) How long do you wait? Oh, mate, I don't I'm, normally wait 45 minutes. Nah, you, gotta keep t- you don't look like this if you're getting rid of your testosterone every two seconds. Mate. Oh shit, Yeah,
2: that's yeah. why I look you like this. I mean?
3: <laughs> t- Tyson, you know? yeah. Tyson
1: Fury says that you need to ma- masturbate seven times a day because he wants to keep his testosterone up. Oh, mate, one day I was go- i was on my way to the gym. <laughs> Raging boner. I've like, mm. got to fap this out rapid. I was shit in the gym, mate. Absolutely shit. And I was like, it's got to be a correlation. I looked it up. And then, yeah, like that's your testosterone in it, so... So, so what why you we cry what you straight after sex? Interestingly, the thing about me is um, <laughs> that no I cry
3: you. every time I come, but I don't necessarily come every time I cry. <laughs> Very interesting. Um, It'd be weird well, if We'll let, leave that with you. We'll leave that with you. Uh, <laughs> you can just have some time to chew it over. So, you
2: come, you cry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but not every time I cry, I don't yeah, necessarily come. Not at Uncle Frank's funeral lower in the coffin. You don't just spaff all over his, <laughs> over his British flag. I didn't know him it. that well. I wasn't that, I wasn't,
3: I wasn't that close was to his uh, flower arrangement, sadly. Um, but, uh, uh, I also didn't know him that well. So he wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't crying. I was, I was, I was sort of glum, but that, that, that doesn't make me.
5: <laughs> hey, hey, I'm a rapper. A job?
3: <laughs> does jesse ever
2: come in and see that you're upset and crying and just immediately look for tissues around the living room
3: um well it, no we Russian keep lots really of work. tissues adopted about <laughs> just multi-purpose uh, man size it's a Always good guess. game
1: in it guessing like what is the substance in the tissue is it tears or jizz
3: that's a great game. That's a great game. Play <laughs> that
1: yeah, game.
2: yeah. yeah. The, the new must-have this Christmas. <laughs> yeah. From Mattel. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tears will come. Have a nibble. Oh, that I one's just have calm. a nibble.
2: <laughs> 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 Mummy.
5: What's the ages on come. that box? <laughs> um. <laughs> Three up.
4: What are you doing? Are you taking something back or are you future?
2: No, I'm yeah. futureing. Because, nice. but then the only problem comes there with no one meant to use it. Like if you run over someone and they get up, do you take it back? Or do you wait till you run over someone and kill them? That's such a mm, good point. We go.
4: Nice. Yeah. i got a banker. You, like, yeah.
1: is it like, is this the worst thing I'm ever going to do? Or do I wait? But what if you miss the worst thing you're ever going to do by waiting? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know what I, mean? oh, I might kill four people next week. Yeah, yeah. I think well, you've I got think to have a little d- bit of faith in yourself. Also,
3: maybe you could ask, like, you could run over the guy and then, like, stop. Sorry, lads, how hurt are you? <laughs> I've just bruised me thigh. Um, <laughs> Where's he from? And he's got a head injury. i is a problem. <laughs> I'm just bruised. I'm a bit <laughs> drunk anyway. <so>. Smell
1: burning toast. <laughs>
3: Just, uh, you know, crack on, lad. I won't remember your face anyway. But I'll
1: remember your socks. Fucking <laughs> 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 Ken run me over.
3: Who <laughs> the fuck is this running me over fucking
4: Ken Barlow. Imagine getting ripped by the kids you run over. <laughs> You're going to stay to your ring out, lad. Crack on. <laughs>
3: um, Yeah. Okay, go on. Ask us another.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this one is from Kevin Harris. It says, All right, lads. my brother recently had to deliver his third child at home on the sofa as the ambulance that was supposed to take his wife to hospital didn't arrive on time. Pretty heroic stuff from a guy who, a few years ago at university, used to get blasted on Cheeky Vimto and try and run so fast he could set off the speed camera near our student house. So I want us to know what's the most heroic thing you've ever done or seen. Congrats on being the number one podcast in on the charts. All the best, Kev. Thank you, Kev.
1: You done anything heroic, Shotty? Uh, I don't think I have. Nah. Do you know what? I've not. I'm a villain. You're a villain. more of a villain. Yeah. yeah.
5: But you don't yeah. want to take a villain any that back. That <laughs> anything <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't done anything
1: worth taking. No. <laughs> mm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no,
2: no,
5: no. I was more that no, I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> comedians. Have you never uh. saved anyone's life?
1: Huh? Never saved anyone's life? Oh, yeah, of course. I've saved loads of lives. Yeah, yeah. 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 But Aww. just always
3: really cowardly. Like about it, yeah. <laughs> you save them in a really cowardly way, cowardly mean <laughs> way.
1: You push them off have a of your beach. fucking life back then. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my basement, then if you want. Yeah, that's <laughs> very <weird>. magnanimous, actually. <laughs> yeah,
2: is that, is that what you meant by all the little kids? Yeah,
1: <laughs> go home if you want. I set want. them
2: free. That's what I do. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you've kidnapped them, long as you let them go.
3: Um, uh, you've been a hero. Define hero. Um a person who has done something uh, that has helped somebody else uh, that took bravery.
2: I let people out in traffic sometimes. No. Then no.
3: Oh,
1: I remembered one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a dog tied up outside like this huge house in Toronto. So you're going to say like outside Tesco then? (laughs) Nah, it was like this (laughs) this old (laughs) scary like fucking mansion type house. Like it was horrific. It was like a scary looking place. And on the this they must have tied the dog up on the like the steps, but the dog had fell through the bars Aww. and the lead was around his neck, but I saw the dog fall, that's what drew my eye to it, and it was like sh- choking.
4: So you save the dog's life? That's even better.
1: That no, great. I filmed it and <laughs> <laughs> went <laughs> viral. Yeah. <laughs> save my life, Unlively. Un- really. un- <laughs> no, I did. I picked the dog up, bollocked the people. But I did make sure to pull my camera out while I was bollocking the people to make yeah, people think content is king. Content there's no such thing king. as a selfless good deed, and I'm, uh,
3: I'm I'm glad that you had the wherewithal future-proofing yourself. Yep. There Do you, you actually believe
2: it. that there's no such thing as a selfless good deed?
3: Nah. Nah. Sometimes. Because no. no, sometimes I um I save people's feelings by not telling them the truth, <laughs> uh with to no advantage for myself. Um, and I think ah, oh, yes,
2: <laughs> that's the
3: that's the classification, isn't it? Uh. Yeah, but I don't think that until it's too late. Until I've already decided to do it, I didn't do it because I knew it was going to make me feel that way. So therefore, it's still selfless. Fair enough. Have you seen anything heroic? Or I haven't it? said that. I haven't done anything heroic.
2: Yeah, but I just get the vibe.
3: When my uh, when 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 a one night stand informed me that she was pregnant with my child, I stayed. I think that's pretty heroic. I've raised the kid. He's seven, still alive. What a hero! No, 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 no.
2: I, I, I think that's just half the course.
3: I, I think it's rather sweet and gentlemanly of me that I didn't try and pressure her into an abortion. <laughs>
2: Good point. Thank you. What a hero. <laughs> You've seen anything heroic, like with your eyes in the street?
3: Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I saw a guy have a heart attack in the street. I did a show about it. Lunatic. Lunatic. Yeah, I didn't do anything. The, about of the deep, show, about not something. the man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's, he's having a heart attack there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. No,
1: did I know.
2: Like in the show, mm. you sort of the whole most of the hour in that show is the the moments in your mind as it's happening, which is a very short amount of time, and like over the hour.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is, sorry, I was going to say, is it a thing where comedians don't? ever talk about like what the their act on stage i just don't want to do the bit right because then then people won't won't give you money for the bit
3: also it's a bit of a i don't want to be talking to like and then go excuse me everybody yeah I'd like to sing a song. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. No, <laughs> um, just because I noticed you wouldn't say the other guy's bit. Well, that's because I don't I know, know if he, wants he necessarily wants me to say his bit on it. Yeah. So it's, I, I, I would.
4: It's not burn it. You've it on the internet. People have seen it. And like in the yeah. show, like, I've seen it. Yeah
3: yeah yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's an interesting thing. I never even really thought about. With it's a, it's a big cold dif- and that, I guess. it's a big
2: difference between music and comedy for the start. Right. First of all, you don't want to do a comedian's bit because it's theirs, yeah, right? It's the same as like a, a battle of biting someone else's bars and doing yeah. the exact same thing, and they get in a lot of shit for it, don't they? And like, so well, I
1: feel like it would be if I was to say, Oh, and then Tony said this, and then I say he's eight bars, I'm just reciting what Tony said. But I think if you guys, but well, he's said not that-
2: doing that on tour. He's he's not, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, not doing a show
1: yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah. Where that There's, might be. He, he, like he said Someone he can't, wouldn't, wouldn't can't, come at the get. Yeah. why he he can't as that in a future of, environment, environment, can he? He yeah. can't take
3: that on TV. He can't take that on tour. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's.
2: I've got no problem doing my own bit. Yeah. On here and going, oh, I used to do this bit like this. Right. If I've ordered, if I'm not doing it anymore, so you won't do
1: it while you're touring. Or no, because whatever, then,
2: especially on a show like this, which has got between fifty and a hundred thousand listeners a week, and you like, they might come and see me on tour, and then they go, uh. Actually, he's already done all of this on the podcast over the past yeah. six months. These are the people I'm trying to sell tour tickets to. Yeah. So they need the surprise of the laugh. Yeah. That's where laughter comes from. Not knowing where the comedian's going. Yeah, yeah. They can't, they can't be at the finish line waiting for you.
5: Yeah,
1: and it's such a, like a uh, obvious thing, but it's just something I never even thought mm. about that. Also, that's
3: more what the show's about the the guy dying. It's not like this whole show takes place over a very short. I thought it would be funny to have a show that was about. Uh, a time period that was less than the actual duration of the show. Yeah. So yeah. that, like, that's never how you know storytelling on that level works. Yeah. So how could you have a show that lasts a long time about a shorter period of time? I thought of found the idea of that amusing, and it, and, 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 you know, it, it, it's it sort of it sort of works. So, but no, I've never been a hero. I've been a I've, I've been a coward though.
2: You have. <laughs> you watched a dying man and just hoped for the best.
3: Well, we don't know if he was dying. <coughs>
2: Right, I've got, a have a word. Press that top right button. This is the theme tune. You can't oh, hear it. Only I can't can hear it. Hear hear it. it. It's, it's just him. That's how good the theme tune is. Yeah. Is this going to turn off by itself? Yes, yeah, it, it, it will. No, it'll turn off
4: itself. Don't worry about it. To. Keep talking.
2: So this one is coming from Joel, and we just want to give him a bit of advice. He wants a bit of advice on his life, essentially. Right, it's called X is back in town.
3: What's
2: happened here? Snap, Joel, snap. What, is your ex back in town? Yeah. Ah, let's go go,
1: joel we can get through this together bro
2: (laughs) all right lids need some advice for something that's been doing me head in for a while me and my ex broke up in january of 2020 we'd been together for about eight months and we were doing the long distance thing but we were about three hours away from each other we were very happy and had plans to move to london together but we ended up breaking up before that happened because jobs got in the way and it didn't seem possible at the time to make it work we both ended up moving to London last year as planned, and by a mental, ridiculous coincidence, we've ended up around the corner from each other. The issue is, she's got a boyfriend who she's been with now for coming up to a year. I'm still mad. I'm still mad about her, as in, like, he's in love with her. And we've met up a few times for coffee and to hang out. About a month ago, we went for a quick drink and ended up talking about our relationship and the circumstances around our breakup. I got up the courage to tell her that I'm still in love with her and that I want to be with her. We talked it through for a while and she told me that she's been thinking about me a lot since we moved. She said that whenever she fights with her boyfriend, she thinks about me and how we never used to argue. She used to, she has also told me that she sees a lot of red flags in her boyfriend and that she misses having me in her life. She started holding my hand as we were walking home and it's all been really confusing. What I want to know, Lids, is how do I pursue this? She said a lot of stuff that night that makes me think she really isn't happy with this guy. And despite her saying that she is, obviously I can't force anything and I want her to be happy, but I can't help that she still feels something for me romantically and that it just happens that there's this currently this guy in this way. There's currently this guy in the way. Well, would be great to know what you reckon, or if you think I need to give my head a massive wobble. Cheers
1: from Joel. So Joel, you're going to fucking ignore what I say right now because it's not what you want to hear, lad, but fucking run.
0: <laughs> <drum>.
1: <laughs> in it she's for for one when a woman starts talking about red flags that's a massive red flag exactly for one exactly like n- no i don't want to deal with none of that it depends on what the red flag she's talking
2: about are if yeah, she's like but yeah, she wouldn't me, phrase me, phrase like, yeah you wouldn't phrase it. i
1: feel that's a very buzzword at the minute <laughs> yeah, very yeah. superficial like um, oh red flag i don't know it's red just flag just like,
3: is always something about like a man oh a man didn't uh a man likes a certain sort of like music or book or red flag, red flag. It's never like, oh, the man's got a dungeon. It's a bit of a red <laughs> yeah, flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, no, obviously if he's got a dungeon, that's like, <laughs> he, don't go out with <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. Like, but if he likes, you know, cold play, then he, it might still be nice. I don't know.
1: Like, you know, who knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just think um, any girl that's going to be holding a guy's hand while she's with a guy, she's going to do that for life.
2: Yeah, she's going to do that to him. Yeah, she's yeah.
1: 100% going to do that to you. Um. Try this. Put it on the table for her, where she she is totally secure in the fact that he will never know. And I bet you fuck, I one hundred percent. If if she gets the opportunity to fuck you without him knowing, she is going to fuck and go back to him. He's obviously provided something a lot faster for her. Like she's in a full blown. Probably got an apartment relationship and all that. This guy's probably just a fucking knobhead with a a big dick. So he's like, i have a bit of that. But well, I'm with this guy over there. Add an addendum
3: to this advice. I like yeah. what you're saying. I think he should fuck her. Yeah. Because that will be the betrayal mm-hmm. and the and the and the and the secrecy will make it so hot. I mean that surely that's the way to go about it. Get yeah. your like fuck fuck have sex with her if, if that's, you know, a, a, an available option. And the fact that it's uh, forbidden will just make it so it will be like a, a wizard is prizing the cum out of his cock. It'll be like <laughs> chips
2: on a diet. <laughs>
3: yeah, it will be like chips on Cheat a diet. Day. Yeah, yeah. It'll be like salt day.
2: and pepper chicken on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Yes,
3: it'll be like a beer whilst uh, being the guest host of a podcast a <laughs> hundred miles away from where you're uh, domiciled with your disapproving girlfriend. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Here's what
2: I think. I think you should do I, I'm gonna add a second addendum. Oh hello.
1: So I've got yeah, a new word there, lads.
2: Absolutely. Run as fast as you can. Yeah. After Not enough. You've fucked her if she's up for it. And <laughs> I'm, I'm involved here. This, this, I'm s- on
1: your page. I'm <laughs> I'm with you. And <laughs> tell the guy.
2: She's up. Tell the guy. Because you're saving him. You're saving him. Oh.
1: And you might end
2: up with a new best friend, and you're probably looking for friends because you've just moved to London.
1: Yeah. Oh. Bang. You make a
2: new mate, and you've got something in common. You both like the exact same type of vagina.
1: Yeah. And then when you get to another bird in future, you can nub her as well. <laughs> yes. He's like, a, he's like a pussy bank. <laughs>
5: you know what I mean? You
1: know what I mean?
4: Pussy bank
1: <gasps> I'd, 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 keep hold of the, I'd keep hold of him Yeah, He's like a little cocker spaniel yeah. At the police keep To sniff out the good
3: yeah. stuff I'd like to say to Joel
1: though Please do not trick yourself In no circumstances anyway Think that she's just In an awkward situation And she's so lovely That she doesn't want to tell him But she has feelings for you That's not the case mate She wants dick She's older flattered dick. as well. So, there's a part of it
3: is a lot to do with in, um, engaging with the flattery. Yeah, that's, wanting to that's definitely over the dick. That's it. More than the dick. Is that what? So, you've you've certainly been in a similar situation and you've chosen option run. Have you? I chose a dick every time. No a dick every time.
1: Yeah, no, I I don't. I do the running thing after I've knobbed her, probably. Mm. Really? Yeah. Just knobbed? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's great, isn't it? I've <laughs> <a pair of laughs> seen, seen it on a show ages ago. I said, I'm having that, and I've not referred to it as anything else it. since. That's how I engage, yeah. Sex, yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh, know, I mean, man. with the with the Mancunian you as well do
2: you know the only other person I've ever seen use it was Mickey Flanagan in a joke and this is a comedian joke I'm happy to do because it's on an old DVD of his yeah. where he said <laughs> you know when um, Prince William married Kate and he was like she was at uni and they met in like second or third year she's probably like fucked other people so like there must have been someone watching a royal wedding on the telly in a pub which makes me like I've nobbed
0: her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true,
2: man. <laughs> I've nobbed the future monarch. Uh, boys and girls who are listening, um, this has been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. We're going to call it to a close there. Um, Shotty, where can we find, first of all, all of your stuff and all the Premier Battle stuff?
1: So, all my stuff is just at Shotty Horror, H O R R O H. It's not spelt like the normal way. Um, and Premier Battles. Um, just type in Premier Battles on YouTube. I'm going to do that. Yeah, man. And have a look. And there's some, some great new up-and-coming acts. And stuff. I listened well, to I- a Danger early. I loved it. Thank you. Cheers, man. It's yeah, great. like... Uh, Weirdly enough, I recorded, my favorite song I recorded all that in Canada, which is weird. It's like the most mank album I've ever done in my life, and I did it in some yeah. But you basement in Forest feel Hills. like
3: you're more like my 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 British identity was so much stronger when I went when
1: you go away because 100%. it's sort of concentrated, isn't it? Yeah. You have you seen that that little skit Kevin and Perry when they come back? From, yeah, one yeah, of them yeah. comes back from that was me in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was like, you all right, mate. How's it going? Yeah? Are you fucking mad? Like." Everyone, no one understood what I was saying when I was trying to... Let them understand what I was trying to say. Oh, mate, I went full-blown fucking Hacienda on everyone. I oh, just did... Oh, nah, I didn't do no pills, but I was nearly going to do <laughs> pills just in the morning for breakfast. And um, Obviously, before,
2: in. I told people the two gateway battles to check out if they yeah. want to get into battle rap in general mm-hmm. would be uh, Tony De O'Shea and you against Arsenal. Yeah. If you were going to tell people... The number one premier battles to go and watch. Not your own.
1: Nah, oh, I'd say don't watch us then. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, what is it? Oh, there's a few, man. Um I would probably say uh, Soul
2: vs. Ilmak? Soul too... and Ilmak
1: was good. Is um, that too
2: you've got to be more into it to get that?
1: Nah, I don't know. I think that's a good that's a good one. Definitely. Um Shuffle. Who did Shuffle battle recently with us? Nugget Shuffle and Nugget was amazing. Okay. Um there's a few, I think the battle rap's all so nuanced in it, it depends what if, if fans from here, uh fans of comedy and well timed stuff, I'd say watch any of the shuffle battles that we've had. Um, yeah, he's great. He's really good.
2: And when it drops on, I imagine pay-per-view first and then on YouTube, Shuffle T and Marlowe against scapegoats. Yeah. I'm so fucking excited about it.
1: I don't know. We'll all be on stage, rat-ass, laughing our heads off, innit? Yeah. having an absolute I've cancelled
2: a gig. Have,
1: you? I, was <laughs> have me- you?
2: I was meant to be doing all three shows at Hot Water, Yeah. and I've told them I can't do the first one, so I'm still going to do the later ones, but I have I've, I've I jibbed the first one off six weeks ago when the tickets come out because I was like, Sick. I'm not missing that
1: event. Sick. So be- well, In future, don't buy any... We appreciate you supporting us 100%, but you'll always be our guest, man. So I'll go buy a ticket, man. Same
2: to you guys. Alfred, you are on tour.
3: Tour tickets at AlfieBrownComedian.com. AlfieBrownComedian.com. Alfie Brown Comedian comedian on Instagram. AB Comedian on Twitter. I'm enough. Oh, yeah. Um, Thanks. I'll, 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 I'll get you right back. I also have a podcast called the Alfie Brown Show, which is me talking for over an hour, and I do. And it's really fucking great as well. Thanks, mate. It's really. Uh, I've only just started it, but if you could go to my YouTube channel and follow it, I'd just be so overwhelmed with joy because it's very algorithmically important.
2: That brings us to a close. As always, patreon.com slash pod. You get an extra episode every single week as well as all the bonus material we put out on top of that extra episode. You get 48 hours early access to these public episodes. You can go to haveawarepod.com and get some merch which is fucking flying out at the minute. And as I said at the start of the show, adamrow.co.uk forward slash shows my UK tour is on sale to Patreons on the 27th of October and publicly on the 29th. Please get tickets. Come and see me. Do me thing. Thanks very much, as always, for listening. Thanks to Shotty for coming in. Alfie for stepping Thanks for in. having for Daniel. me. Daniel, we'll see you again. Ted Hit that button, lads.